0: This is Judge Dredd. I am the law. You betray the law! You betray the law! You betray the law! law. Welcome back, everyone, to the Dreadful Cyberpunk Cast. My name is Andy. And I'm PK. And this is episode 70 of our Read Along podcast, where we read, react to, and review the original progs of 2080s Judge Dredd. PK. I was gonna ask you a question. Did you forget it? No. I hadn't made it up yet. Oh, okay. What is What is the first video game you ever Remember? Ever, ever played in your life. Ever played? Ever. Probably Mario Bros. 3. That's the first one I I remember I remember going to uh, uh, uh grand video on Uh, oh god, what was the name of the row? We used to go there all the time. A video store where they had NES games. And renting, and renting Super Mario Bros. 3 for the the Nintendo Entertainment System, the NES. Yeah. Holy shit. Renting Super Nintendo games. No, Nintendo games. Just Nintendo. Not even Super Nintendo. Not even Super Nintendo. Wow. Okay. I rented Mega Man 3. I rented Super Mario, or Mega Man, which one's the one with the really bad box art? I, don't... I think it might be 3 with Quick Man, or 2. No, 3 has Snake Man and Skull Man. <sighs> 2 has, like, Quick Man. I think... I Master Robots everywhere. <laughs> master Robots. Okay. cut In the Mega Man 1, we have Bomb Man, Cut Man, Elec Man, Ice Man. Because there's only 6 in Mega Man 1 and 8 in every other Mega Man game. Interesting. This is... There's <laughs> anyway, so much. Super Mario Bros. 3. Okay. It's the first game I remember playing. Mine was Doom. My uncle, Mike had the game on his PC, and I snuck downstairs at night to play it uh, against my parents' wishes. Oh yeah. And didn't let As anyone know. You do. First game was the first Doom game. That was literally it. That's the first one I'm gonna play. My grandma bought me a Nintendo Entertainment System. Oh, wow. That's a good grandma. Yeah. Good yeah, her. she good is. I good love on. my grandma. Love you, love you, grandma. Hope you're listening. Actually, <laughs> I don't listen. You know what? No one is, it's fine. Uh, I want to talk to you. What do you remember about 10 our... million people died! a lot of people died there was what, a nuclear c- explosion launched c- by captain skank there was captain the pirate captain skank launched a nuclear missile several 30 yeah. missiles, each containing 10 more missiles or something each containing i think 30 missiles 30 no, missiles. no 30 containing 50 because it was like 1500 missiles yeah. yeah it was insanity uh and he nukes Mega City 1. He destroyed a... Sector. A, a sector. The Oppenheimer Block. The Oppenheimer Block. Who was blocks. drilling for a nuclear attack. <laughs> that is Because, exactly it. welcome to Mega City 1, where the biggest killer is irony. Yep. PK, put a pin in that. Oh, God. So, yeah, we spent our entire episode last time dealing with the Pirates of the Black Atlantic. Yeah. Captain Skank, who kidnapped a nuclear scientist. Oh, yeah. Who uh prepared yeah the, the pirates were living in a underwater sea fortress that was left over from the last war right that had a bunch of nukes so on it I can it. only assume it was Russia but we can only like, assume it's in the it's in the uh, the Atlantic yep it between makes sense. us and Russia it makes sense and also there's a lot of tension between us and the soft cities and also yeah. this is 1980s when it's written so there's tension there the yeah the and you know what real life reflects plot uh, art reflects uh, art what's it life reflects be- art Really? Mimics art? Yeah. Yeah, somewhere. back and forth. Could be. Art, mimics life, mimics art, mimics life, back yeah. and forth, infantile. Um, So, PK, I gotta tell you this first thing. Well, for, for, for listeners, one, uh, for the record, my fiance is in the room and she is playing Last of Us, the first game for the first time. For the PlayStation uh, for 4? The PlayStation 4, the remastered version. The reason I, I say this is because you may hear the occasional cr- frustrated cursing in the background. The this headphones. does not give you permission to talk to like curse all the time. I'm trying so hard to so good. I appreciate it very much, but I'm just She's saying you good. may hear an outburst or two, and if so, it's because uh, stealth games are not necessarily the forte. Um, my- Second thing... She has headphones on, Yes, but, uh, so she can't hear this, which is not very good. She can absolutely hear this. She has one headphone on, one one earbud in, so she can definitely hear that. She um, heard hear what I said. Second thing, PK. So, this, this comic has, I would say, in the last dozen or more, since we've gotten back from the Judge Child arc, has gotten pretty cyberpunk Oh, yeah. Like, we, we're getting pretty cyberpunk Right? Yeah, we have elaborate underground... Well, there are pirates. We are kind of dealing with a weird pirate arc, right? But there's now. like elaborate underwater bases. And you know, the last Grog at the end of uh, The Fink, We had was the, the most s- cyberpunk I've ever read. The, the, the Body Factory, right? Yeah. That was insane. Um, we also had the auto-sump and shit like that, weird stuff going on. Right. We're going to get more hits of cyberpunk this episode, but I'm not going to lie. We're taking a step back and a step forward, but it is uh, after we're staying in the same place, buddy. We got another game show episode. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> we have another See, television well, game I show. I think of cyberpunk. I think of entertainment okay. being a massive part of it. Uh, what's what's the what's what's the thing? Uh, circus and bread. Uh, uh, it's it's you know to, to distract the populace. You, oh. you keep them fed. and You keep them entertained. Yeah. So that's in a cyberpunk in a cyberpunk dystopia, it's you look at Cyberpunk 2077, it's like, look at all these shows. It's non-stop You're, entertainment. Yeah. Yeah. There's, and, a, there's a screen every five seconds. And there's food everywhere. Yeah, there's vending machines everywhere. Yeah. It's it's literally that, honestly. And there's where, overabundance of food and entertainment to keep the people indoctrinated. And and also because you have so much more people in such a smaller area, it is overflowing, obviously, yeah. with entertainment and food. Which is also kind of like a little bit of what we're getting here. No, in our real world, I didn't world want this. to say that, but uh, yeah. I mean, come on, we're, we're living in a cyberpunk dystopia, kind of. Um, but the point being, it's not like we all have screens in our pockets. We also, we also, yeah, it's we also are. And one in our of the homes. things, one of the tropes of Mega City One is these fads that pop up. Yep. We got another one, and it's going to be. It is one of it's, my favorite. Is it's, it better than Boeing? Oh yeah, I would say a lot of things are better than Boeing specifically. I okay. mean, Otto Sumpf was a fad. That, yeah, uh, Otto Sumpf clinic. Uh, but we're going to get more play of that the Ugly of. Tags. We're going to play the Ugly Tags. So, PK, the first prog we're going to go into, though, is our wrap-up. Part four, where he's probably going to fight. Uh, he fought Skank pretty much last issue, but yeah. now he's going to fight Mother. Mother. And Dude. I gave my predictions last. Uh, Do you remember what it was, how you predicted he would defeat her? shoot her in the third eye or- it, says it, it says it like shooting her in the eyes that, yeah which i thought was a fair a fair way of like okay that's totally Maybe it's used to fucking Kirby games or whatever where it has a big or zelda game is more likely or the last the la- an ending of the first borderlands yeah you know, or whatever right just look at this gigantic weak spot i wonder where i'm gonna hit that monster giant glowing bit i wonder what's you know what i just lied I remember that I that's a total we I know we're taking a while to get to it, listeners, your first what? video game uh borderlands no oh. borderlands one there's the enemy the the big monster that comes out of the, the gate at the end, the vault thing, yeah, has a giant glowing eye that's not that's the weak, weak spot, point. no, yeah. and I remember just like I would literally lose that fight' because I would run out of ammo for every single type of my guns, and it's like its mouth is the weak spot, yeah. did, I'm like. I refused to learn that lesson and just wouldn't shoot any other part of it because, of course, it's the giant glowing eye. How did you? Uh, how did you do in Legend of Zelda: Ocarina of Time, Andy? PK, we've gone over this before. <laughs> <laughs> I, I can be pigheaded and stubborn at times. Didn't so. you? What? You, you didn't go fight in the Lost Woods with the Wolfos with Deku Sticks, did you? I absolutely did. What? PK, because I was accustomed to Dark Souls level of quality difficulty. Let's go into this. This PK, by the way. Is prog 200? Give me up top. We made shit. it 200 and progs. We're on episode 70. Yeah. 200 progs, man. We've made it here. Uh, Pirates of the, of the uh, Black Atlantic Park. You almost said Caribbean. I almost said it. And we're in Carib, okay? It's there. Yeah. Um, yes. But this prog's released the 21st of February, 1981. Script is by T.B. Grover, which is John, John Wagner, Howard. Alan Grant. Rest I, in peace. I almost called him John Howard. I, I, I hey, totally fair. Pseudonym. pseudonym. Uh, artist Ron Smith, our good buddy. Yeah. And letters by Tom Frame. PK, let's open up and see where we're at. I don't know if I have my bookmark. Here, here we go. I'm on but the last page. I've got my previous. bookmark ahead because I'm reading you ahead. We also have this panel. You can, see some, you can see some named judges in this panel um i can see a uh if you squint you can see a jones oh yep i have those written down i believe okay so and, uh, let's turn the page and fine. start off the front well uh, with the new page over here pk turn that page go to the front one careful 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 all right so i forgot she had medusa tentacles oh she had it was a it was a i think i have a a, a, a description of it i like later But yeah, mother is a three-eyed octopus, sea kraken, eel. each each tentacle ends in like snake mouths. Yeah. Snakes with eyes and mouths. Or eels maybe, I don't know. Or eels. Go for the narration in the upper left-hand corner, buddy. 2102 AD, the Black Black Atlantic Pirate, Captain Skank, has nuked out a sector of Mega City 1. Now on an underwater sea fortress, Skank's mother comes to his rescue against a task force of Mega City judges Led by Judge Dredd. Now describe this panel we got here, PK. This full page art. We have Judge Dredd just in the midst of it. Yeah. Uh, he's, he's, it's a, it's a Dark Souls boss. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, He's yeah, grabbing like fair. a bunch of snakes by the throat, snake tentacles by the throat. Yep. While some bite at him and he's like blasting one. Yep. One bites him on the leg. It, it is, and the, the background is just full of the giant kraken three-eyed octopus it's, of mother. It's the Disney's Hercules when he fights the Hydra. Well fucking done. That is that is the best comparison that I have. And I think I compare it to a Hydra, honestly. Um, though we have not seen heads regrow, it is right. very very similar to that, that battle scene. Well, and it's dro- just like, on all sides, the heads are just, he can't maneuver at all. And they're very snake-like, right? Um, this is Hercules is pretty great. Kind of a little forgotten. A little forgotten, yeah. Pretty great. I fucking love it. There's some really popular songs in it for a good reason. Uh, Dan DeVito, yeah. very memorable.
1: So, you wanna be a yeah, hero,
0: kid? Well, whoop dee doo! I love that fucking left song. I got two words for you! Okay! Okay! Um, so. <laughs> but What have a strong and a healer is! Um. Okay, I'll never get over it. God, Achilles. Uh, Dredd is saying as he's like being lifted off the ground by these heads that are biting him DROCK! Some kind of mutant sea monster! and he's firing, but his lawgiver pistol gets, like, like flipped out of his hand. With yeah, he like, gets batted by that snake head. Yep, the, the snake head kind of whips him, and we have a close-up on uh, Captain Skank, Skank with his cool cybernetic dreadlocks. And he's, like, he's telescoping high, and his eye patch and his metal-plated nose. And he is saying to Judge Dread, "Yeah, that's it, mother geek! Rip the lubber limb to limb! Rip the lubber from limb to limb! As all these... Snakeheads wrap and coil around Judge Dredd. They're going around him, but there's a couple of dead bodies below him of other right. pirates. And what oh. is what is he got, PK? A fucking scimitar, a scimitar, a He's got a saber of some kind. Of, cause, of course, he's gonna grab a pirate scimitar. Right? Yeah, this is a fucking pirate movie right now. A, a, a cutlass. This is what's it? Cutthroat Island. I don't know Cutthroat. There Island. was a pirate movie that made pirate movies go away until uh, until uh, Pirates of the Caribbean came out. Really? Yeah. It was so bad. It was good. But it just bombed. I oh. when I say it was good, I think I think it was pretty good. <laughs> but it wasn't. And I well was received. like I was like twelve. Okay, you know, I mean, Gina Davis was there. I don't know. I, I can't think if I can't picture her in my head right now. I I should watch that one again. Uh, what was it called again? Cutthroat Island. Cutthroat Island. All right, all right. I'll, I mean, I'll maybe I'll check it out sometime. But Dredd, of course, picks up this cutlass. Lost my lawgiver. This blade should clear the air as he cuts a I couple sh- of their heads off. In one swing, he cuts off two heads. Yeah, he cuts off multiple of the, the snake heads okay. uh, from one of the tentacles. Uh, do I remove this thing now? No. Do not remove that at all. I have a little like piece of like uh, uh, like a notepad covering something in your in your thing. All right. Do not remove it. Okay. Will I ever remove it? Uh, yes. At the end of this. At the end of this. Uh, Prague. Okay. Because okay? it's driving me a little fucking crazy, Andy. It's it's dumb. I gotta and turn the page. I will, I will explain to you why it's dumb. Okay. And I have a very good reason for it, okay? because okay. Because okay. it, it's literally a spoiler. I don't know why. They literally spoil something. In, the, okay. Yeah. There's not it's, there's no point for it. We turn the page and Captain Skank is in the background. His long dreads over him in the way in the background it's as dread flaunting. is just Dredd is just doing his best, like, whirling dervish scimitar mm. fight in the air. And I do um, like, skinks pose here. He's, like, he's like cocky. He's a little cocky. He's, like, orchestrating. He's, like, conducting mother. You he's know? the fucking thunder. I I'm in. made I'm in a new, new magic deck. We should try it out sometime. You made a new magic deck? Yeah. Okay. Did, is it commander a, or regular? Commander. I did a draft with my brothers. I heard about this. I want to play it so bad. It's, uh, it's the new set, isn't it? Yeah. What colors is it? Blue and white. Blue and white. I hate that color combination more yeah. than anything. I will play you in a heartbeat, though. Uh, AJ I'm going to modify it. AJ played my red-blue deck, and uh, it exploded, and he had a fun time. It was a good time. Uh, anyway, point being, Skank's in the background conducting the hit mother as he says, a girl, mother. Eee! Show the swab some tender love and care. <laughs> Too many heads, as Dread is being swarmed, and... Uh, Only one way. As he hurls the Cutlass up ahead towards a danger, high voltage lines. There's some power lines above him. Okay, there's uh, there's some, looks like cables. Yep. Power cable. As it cuts through, he says power cable. As it cuts through a cable. I'm writing that one down. Power cable. Power cable. That's like a really shitty villain in Spider-Man. (laughs) It's <laughs> um, like cable and power cable uh, As it cuts through a power cable And of course it drops down Crackle as it electrocutes Mother Because she's in a pool, remember? Yeah, wasn't Dread like he's, Look at her, he's, he's on her right now How right? is he surviving? That's a good question, PK Hold on to it for like 30 seconds Let's okay, keep going okay. uh, Skank though, what's Skank doing? He is insane Yeah. Is, Mother's a burden! Gotta help her as he rushes to her. Yes, he does. And what happens, P.K.? He fucking fries, dude. <laughs> he just grabs her and just gets <laughs> fucking, and his hair goes out like, like you know, when you stick your hair, your uh, cartoon. Your finger touches like, a, a power source. Yeah. yeah, his his dreads and goes his robotic straight robotic dreads just fucking like a seer, and, and mother is looking like a pile of ash, ash. and dread is like looking down on this thinking to himself, Contacts broken. Only my suit's insulation saved me. Okay. Maybe. At least they get accounted for it. Yeah. You know, right? That's a huge amount of electricity. But here, PK, here's a question. Don't look ahead. Don't look ahead. Okay. We're two pages in to a a 6 page What's gonna happen? What's next? What's coming next? What's the rest of this about? I think it's gonna be somber everyone. I can't believe 10 million people died at the Oppenheimer. No. Wait, did they kill uh, Tusk Tooth? Tuscarosa, yes. Second in command. He did get shot by Dread in the last one. Um, he got shot through the then chest. Then it might be just trying to deal with uh, the, the scientist Fallout? lady. Oh, oh, Jenna Matrix, the lady. Jenna Matrix. Who, did, so yeah. who was the nuke boffin? Okay, okay. We, Jenna fair. Matrix was the nuke boffin. I mean, I had to write it down, so yeah. I remember it. So fair, fair assessment. Let's see how close we get. Or destroying Karib. Uh, Oh, destroying Karib! Maybe they're dealing with the warheads. Yeah, yeah. there's more warheads. Maybe more heads. Um. Warheads. Let's find out. We we turn that. We uh, look over, and Dread is like, clambering up. He's got like goo dripping off of him. But the monster's dead. Skank too. He was the real monster. <laughs> Turns out it's man. Turns out it's man. Uh... It's bad! As other judges arrive, we have a couple of judges, and there's Judge Giant is over here on the right-hand oh, side. Oh shit, look at we him! Didn't, we didn't know he was in this no. this, uh, this task force. But there's another judge who's got like a little, like, little, little, little barn stash going on. Yeah, a little not, a stash. Yeah, and he's saying to Judge Dread, The ships are a storm. What a mess! Nothing compared to the mess Skank's bomb made of District 403. Get that power cable fixed. We still have work to do. And Dredd is, like, holding one of Mother's, like, eel heads in his hand. I'm keeping this. I'm hungry. <laughs> this, is, this is going in my wall. Walter will love this. <laughs> uh, go for the narration in the next one. Uh, the Mega City scientists held hostage by Captain Skank were released. And we see all the nuke boffins, or tech people, who are all wearing TEC tech on their chests. And there's a bunch of people with glasses. And Jenna Matrix, with her weird, uh, Scarlet Witch, Witch headpiece is in the front, Yeah, she is saying to Judge Dredd, I'm Geno Matrix. Judge Dredd, it, it was I who built these warheads. Skank would have killed us all if I refused, but I never dreamed he'd use them against the Mega City. And now millions are dead. You had a hard decision to make, Citizen Matrix. You made the wrong one. Take her away! And she's like, like she's like got her hands yeah. on her face and crying, um. And as Droid is like grimacing, he says, "What puzzles me is why Skank nuked the city. He must have known we'd find him and destroy him." To which Judge Giant is producing a little kind of button remote from his hand right. and saying, "You got Judge Giant's voice. Yeah. Maybe Skank wasn't making the decisions. Dredd. we found this little box of tricks on his number two Tusgrosa watch. Tuck, keep going." A, tu- a touch of the button and Skank's dead body twitches convulsively. PK. What? Dread says So Tuscarosa was controlling Skank as one of tu- uh, of Skank's knees pops up, like his leg off the ground. Yeah. And J- Judge Giant says The med boys say Tuscarosa's mutations are artificial. They're removing them now in the med bay. Self cities. PK, let's turn the page and find out. I've seen the cover for Volume 5, and it's got a Soviet judge on there. Turn the page, let's find out. In the Sea Fortress's med Bay, we have a couple of scientist guys who have taken the tusks off of Tuscarosa, and he's got a very hairy chest. Oh, no, uh, it's, it's just darker skin. Is, yeah. what it is It's not hairy, it's darker skin. Um, and one of them is saying, as we suspected, false tusks, as the tusks have come out of his mouth. <laughs> and someone, the other other guy says, as they're like doing like a power washer on his chest. <laughs> this is like a fucking drill. Yeah, like spaghetti. Yeah, the black skin pigment's fake too. Plaster skin, boy. Some whoever, uh, boy, whoever made him up really went to town. As they're like pulling his face off, a la like uh, Mission Impossible stuff. Yeah. And oh, then man, I love those face masks. Oh skin yeah. Masks. And someone says, Druck. It's and there's dread. Nikita Krom. One of the Soap Block's top agents. As we see a Russian man with the star on his forehead. This puts a more serious complexion on the whole business. So, PK. Tuska- served he's his served his service. He's done his service. Yup. Yup. That's what he meant. That's what he's talking about. So. Let's find out what's going to happen here. Don't look ahead of me, okay? Okay. Uh, soon, Dread Ship is flying over Mega City One as that like flying gunship, and we're looking down into District Four Hundred Three, which this is just—it's a crater, dude. And the buildings like—it's like—it's not like—it's not like an actual crater, it's just like a—it's a, a, flat. Yeah. But all the buildings around it are collapsed outward, and the ground zero there's a hole. Yeah. Uh, death toll over four million. And they're still counting. Okay, four million. I said ten. Uh, yeah, still, that's a lot of fucking people. That's more than anything ever, I think. Yeah, that's the biggest death toll so far. Go for Judge Giant. Thank heavens, only one nuke got through. And now we cut to the Council of Five. Um, we have a. Uh, we see Judge Griffin, Judge Pepper, Judge Quimby in the background. Um, and also... Is that Magruder with actually, glasses? lady? I can't... Different lady? I don't think that's Judge Magruder. It might be. I don't know. But she has some big, big horn-rimmed, horn-rimmed glasses. Yeah. Or that might be Judge Giant in the background without his helmet. We can't really tell oh, if that's Quimby or not. But Judge Dredd is there well, talking to them. Come on. An hour later, at the emergency meeting of the Mega City Security Council, Dredd is saying, The soft Block thought they could hit us through the through skank without retaliation. It almost succeeded. As I see it, there's only one course of action to take now. To which Griffin says, Then take it, Dredd. The Sov Block? I like how I close one eye to do Griffin's voice. Oh, always. The Solve Block muscle, and we're prepared to defend ourselves. That afternoon, a Justice Department vessel arrives in the Solve Block airspace. PK, describe this panel. It is, it is, it is fucking it's Russia. You can see like the winter palace in the background. Yeah. I love that Russian architecture, by the way. The big the big bulbs on top of the palace. I have it written down here. It is Reminiscent of St. Basil's Cathedral. St. Basil's Cathedral. Yeah. I said the Winter Palace. I got them. You know, whatever. It's fine. It's, it's, it's but it's uh, not the only it's, one. It's Moscow. It's these mm-hmm. big, modern, Soviet squat buildings. Yep. And, and it's the, a lot more blockish. Yeah. Yeah. You look at the, you know that Soviet architecture, that concrete, dense architecture. Oh, yeah. It's that. Yep. But in the background, these beautiful palaces. And yep. it's. It's very much USSR. It is very much. And there is a, uh, a Mega City One giant ship that is lowering a coffin-shaped also, box it's like on a the road. like a parade going on and it, everything. It is. There is a parade going on. And there are a bunch of judges on the street. Uh, the Sov City judges with their black capes and their kind of uh, uh, bucket helmets in a way. Yeah. One of them is saying... They're lowering something. Looks like a coffin. And... Sure enough, a bunch of judges open up the coffin, and one of them says, "Nikita Krom." And with the body, Why are you in that box? With with the body, a curt note. If you would read it, Pete, please, PK. Um, our missiles are prepared. We we await your response. Dread. So, Dread sent a message saying, "Like you better." Do some shit about this. Square up. Square the fuck up, right? <laughs> An immediate meeting of the top ranking Sov Block judges takes place. And we have a and bunch this is of very guys. Imperial Russia with the band oh. the, not the bandoliers, with the sashes and, oh, the, yeah. and the and that what are they called Hammer and sickle Eculets. in the background, epaulets, um one it's, guy. Uh, what's that that show? Death of Stalin? Oh Jesus. I've been wanting to one. watch that one. But... I've seen clips of it. It looks hilarious. Yeah. Um I know it's got uh, what's the name? Lucius Malfoy is there. Really? Yeah. I have never seen. I've seen just a couple of clips of it. I need to watch <coughs> it. But one guy is saying in this big table that is a long, it's a long table with people in it, and there's a big giant gentleman at the end of it. He is huge. One guy is saying they've caught us red-handed. The question is, what do we do about it? What can we do? Are we ready for full-scale war? Not yet. And now we get a close-up of this gentleman at the end of the table. Loser PK, has got a fucking hard ass. He looks like a Russian strongman stereotype, in my opinion. Yes, yeah, he's got the flat he's got the fucking buzz cut, flat top. Big Widows mustache bee, giant, one milky eye thick ass eyebrows yeah he's got a couple like warts on his face he's saying in that case we have no choice they must be appeased we must make a gesture pk read the next narration shortly after shortly after supper yeah yep yeah. <laughs> i just like that yeah. shortly after supper that evening east meg's one uh one east meg's East Meg 1, Sector 207B, is devastated by a 10-megaton nuclear device. The bomb is sov made Another? Another nuclear bomb? A bomb goes off in a sector of the Sov Cities. And it is a... it is a In East Meg 1. Okay, yeah. East Meg 1. And it is a sove-made bomb. They blew gest- up their own shit? A gesture must be made. So, PK... Whoa! And in Mega City 1, we see Griffin and Dredd looking at the explosion as though from above from a satellite view. Yeah? And Griffin is saying to Dredd... Satellites report a nuclear explosion in Sob City 1. Nothing can make up for the four million innocent lives, Chief Judge. But unless we want a worse holocaust, we must accept it. And PK described this last this fucking... This pal- panel's fucking foreboding. This is... Fucking awesome! I get chills looking at this. It's it's a very much remember the old X Men cartoon. Oh, it's like yeah. the Dark Phoenix saga yeah. is approaching or something like that. Yeah, yeah. It's just all these soul judges, fucking locked into geared for war with their fucking weird it's, World War One German style helmets, but with visors. And they have like submachine they have like gun sub, loggers. Yeah. It's really cool looking and um, this gigantic scary kid, all like Darth Vader's kind of, kind of. And there's a giant Dread head in the background. It's all on a weird parallax chessboard. It's really awesome looking. And Dread is saying from the background Now let us look to our defenses. Sooner or later, the solved block will feel strong enough to strike again. Then the solution may not be so simple. Next, Prague. PK? Any confessions? P.K., go back to your first page and remove that little sticky note. Okay, okay, finally. Yeah. shit. shit. I hope it's not too sticky. The bottom of it should be less sticky. Yeah. Sticky bottom. The Sav connection. Are you... Are, yeah. It, it's unnecessary. That is unnecessary. It's like, dude, that. that would spoil everything. Like, fuck that. I'm glad I, I did not have that spoiled. I did not want to spoil it for you. So, let's talk about the our 200th prong, P.K., Pirates of the Black Atlantic Part 4 um settings and places in this Prague we have Karab, a leftover underwater fortress from the last war whatever that was we're guessing the Vulcan war yeah we also get our first look at the soft block or soft cities this Prague. we've never seen it before and they look like modern russia uh, you're not entirely wrong they look like big beautiful palaces from from you know yeah oh that's how you're home uh, they look like big, beautiful palaces mm-hmm. with these squat, communist, USSR, concrete, bunker architectures. Literally that. Uh, including, we see a, a slightly different version of the St. Basil's Cathedral or that type of architecture in the right. background, which and is I, very every time I watch the movie Anastasia by DreamWorks, oh starring God. Christopher Lloyd and Meg Ryan yep. and Kelsey Grammer and, yep. Yep. Uh, oh God, uh, what's his name? There's a lot of... Weird celebrities in that one. I like that one. I still remember "Once Upon a December." It's a good song. It's a good song. Um, I just, I just, I love, I've loved that architecture with the bears and geese and shit. That's very fun. Okay, uh, we have characters. We have Judge Giant is a board We haven't seen him in a while. No, we haven't. Um, we also have Geno Matrix returns. Uh, Nuke Balfin responsible for the death of millions. And straight to jail. At, straight to. You know what? I don't disagree with it. No, I think. What did you think he was gonna? Well, we, he even said that. Yeah, he even was like, "What did you think I was gonna do?" I mean, yeah, yeah but no one knew he was being controlled. It's it's Rick and Morty with evil Rick, isn't it? Evil, evil, evil Rick. Yeah, yeah. that's a that was I'm a surprised good. I didn't fucking play uh, uh, for the damage coda, whatever that song. When well, they did re- yeah. the reveal, that was that was for Jurassic the damage coda. Yes, that's that's what it's called. Yep. Oh, well done. I didn't know that was any of the song. Uh, we have Captain can- Skank controlled by Rosa Was he a full robot the whole time? We don't know I'll, I'll get into that more Tuscarosa, who turns out to be nikita, nikita krom russian agent sent to destroy or at least dis, destabilize was Mega he 71. one of the guys we saw before the no. other okay no that was, was nikolai we... we saw nikolai at one oh. point in time on the moon i remember that i was thinking of the time there was a double boat there was a boat that was two boats so no. with a bridge in the middle yes that was uh oh jesus what was that uh battle in the black atlantic that yes. was it There's part one and part two of that um, no, those guys were all in prison. They were in. They, oh, remember, this is probably retaliation right. for that. Okay. So, um, we also see an unfamiliar face at the Council of Five here, named the Mega City Security Council. A woman with horn-rimmed glasses, but Judge Griffin and Pepper uh, are all present. Is this supposed to be McQueen? We just never see her glasses. I don't know. I don't know. I, I really can't. She's losing her, uh, her her most tinted feature: her beard. Uh, she doesn't have it yet. She doesn't have it yet. Um, right now I would say her most distinctive feature is... Her fucking bun? Her, she's got like a tight, like, ponytail and like skull earrings. Oh yeah! And I couldn't quite see if the earrings were there or not, so I'm not sure if it's supposed to be I love Magruder's design. All of them. I, I really like her a lot. Also, we see a meeting of top-ranking Soviet judges, including what I think everyone would assume to be the leader, a mustachioed, one-eyed Russian strongman thus far unnamed at the very end of the table i mean where the where the king sits yeah i would assume that is like the equivalent of chief judge griffin yeah just in their version you know not president but chief judge for the soft cities so we're learning more about them yeah um i've got, got a little info i not expecting an info dump on the soft cities yeah the, the, i mean you it, it's it's it kind of comes out of nowhere and yeah. I, I really like the twist out of nowhere but I'm going to get more into it. Uh, items of technology of you note. Know, Nikita Krom's disguise includes fake tusks, black skin pigment, and plastic skin over his face. Pretty elaborate disguise. Yeah. We have seen plastic skin before. We have. That was the stuff that Dread had on his wrist to cover up like, like a communicator this. device. Yep. Um, Terrible slang made up words Judge Dread one-liners. This blade should clear <laughs> the yeah. air. Yeah. Oh, oh the air. Yeah. Also, I love the Our missiles are prepared. We await your response. Dread. Like... That is some stone cold shit that is right some there. Pretty bad, that's um, some pretty big balls moves. Dread doesn't sign it on behalf of Mega City One. He signs it himself. He signs it from himself. Like that. That's some. I mean, like, I don't know if he has the the authority to speak on behalf of the entire like U.S. population. I but, don't know either. But at the same time, if the judge system is weird like that. I don't know where they stand on international jurisdiction. It's very weird. I don't know if this is meant to be a bluff as well. Like. That him saying, we await your response. And they're like... If it was a bluff, it worked. Yeah. Because they bombed themselves. But it is kind of crazy how quickly the judges of Mega City 1 are ready to go to World War 4. Yeah. They're like... Well, but we're gonna. Well, nothing we can do. It's crazy that this was written forty years ago, and today we're still kind of towing the line with a Russian nuclear war. Do you remember last week when I showed you that clip from Star Trek: Deep Space Nine? What was it? What was that? Oh, one? It was, uh, it was the freaky and they were like talking about like. Uh, mm. uh, oh my God! It's like, they nuked their own planet. <laughs> yeah. Like, what could be causing this disturbance? It could be uh, you know radioactive stuff in the air. And like, don't be silly. Don't they don't have, have hyperdrives yet? Was, no, they have they have uh, like, you know bombs. Yeah. In. They raided their own planet like those idiots. What are you talking about? I um, love the Fryingy so much, dude. Also, we have uh, one of my favorite lines now is "Power cable." Power cable. As he I throws it. plug a guitar into the like <laughs> jamming, just do a power cord. Power cord. Oh, uh, you gotta say it while you do it. If yeah. You, if you if you have to name your attacks. Oh yeah. That's anything that Inuyasha taught me. It's that if you scratch someone, you have to have a really complicated name for it. Oh yeah. Um, m- monsters. Mother, a three-eyed octopus eel-armed mutation. Still pretty fucking cool. The Black Atlantic. From the Black Atlantic. So polluted, it, it it mutates all... Man. Yeah. If it that doesn't has, kill has you, some dope shit. There's some... I want to see some. I mean, we saw a two-headed tiger, a hammerhead shark yeah. last time. I With see two some... eyes at the face each other the entire... <laughs> it's I'm like... like oh, what oh, a oh. bad mutation! It's not a good mutation. It's, it's not <laughs> helping uh, anything. Uh, this is like... This is nature's cruelest joke we've ever played (laughs) on it. Um, World building. The beginning of this prog, you didn't pick up on this, but we we were just getting started. The very beginning of this prog mistakenly lists the date as 2102 AD, when it is in fact now 2103, which they correctly mentioned only two progs ago. Shame, shame, if you think I'm not going to catch that shit. Come Come on! I I am on that, like, white on rice. I am on that shit. You know, I was like, 2102? Twenty-one two, and I went back and I'm like, no, you guys got this wrong. It's eighty-three when this is published. It is. In fact, we are in February of eighty-three. So it's understandable. To Four say. years and I'll be born. Yeah. Yeah. Quite a few more, and I'll be born. Uh, the South Cities Nuke Sector Two Hundred Seven B of I like East... like Meg- I like that K with S-E-K. the Russian spelling. Yeah, East Bank One their own people to appease Megacity One because they are we not are. ready for a full-scale war yet. I thought about this for a moment. It's pretty. does the Sov- Don't the South Cities fucking dwarf us technology, technology-wise? Didn't we fight them on the moon? And they had bulletproof armor. Yes. And they just marching? Well, here's the thing. They said that just. For in that circumstance. They didn't say in general. They just said that their technology in this circumstance was like way beyond ours. Um, and it kind of makes sense. But they have, like, if they have armor that's blast-proof armor. Or whatever. Yeah, it was. Just send a couple of those guys and they could probably level all of Mega City 1. Um, well, Maybe. we learned that there were some they have weaknesses to their own technology. What yeah, have you. that's so true. it's not that they were completely immune to damage and I assume they're probably like the most... It's like the... You can make a soldier invisible. It costs twenty million dollars per soldier. Yeah, you know, that's like, true. And if you're gonna fight in a proxy war with like five people, yeah, you can throw a hundred million dollars at it, right, and then just win that war. Right. But like, not on a grand scale. Perhaps. Yeah, you can't. You can equip five soldiers with that, but not a million. Or you can just use one of your seventeen million nukes, right? Like. That's the... That was the 80s. That's, that's what we were afraid of. That's where we're at. Um, Kind of still, in a way. A little bit, yeah. So, the big reveal here is that Tuscarosa is actually a Sov City spy who was manipulating the Muni pirates to attack Mega City 1 and destroy the city via proxy. And now all I can think of is that Tiny you me, what do you think he means by uh, he served his purpose? Yeah. Like, I think he just means... Uh, he's crazy? Yeah. I'm getting the fuck out, you know? Yeah. Uh, that was... Like, I want to say that, that was not... Bad foreshadowing, but they could have done more. I I agree with that. I I take issue with this. What a... I'd say it's a huge twist, and it does feel a little out of nowhere because we have some dialogue slash thought bubbles earlier on from Tuscarosa a couple of progs ago where he's thinking to himself uh, how crazy Skank is. Right. He's like, man, that guy's insane. But you're controlling him. But you're controlling him, so why would he think that, right? It doesn't make much sense. Um, So... It doesn't make much sense knowing that he's now controlling Captain all along. Or maybe it's more of like an advanced... It's more advanced that I'm giving it credit for. Maybe he was, like, programming him and he was still kind of alive. And like, yeah, and maybe, like, you, the, the programming was going faulty or something. Yeah, maybe it's... it's, it's something that it wasn't going faulty because he wanted him to nuke Mega City 1, which is the thing he was complaining about him being crazy for. It really does imply that, like, Skank had no control, in a way. Like, right. Like, if you can control how his body moves, you're... What, else, what Why would you have... You know, yeah. Any other part of him be free, so it it's weird. We don't know if he was a full robot or not, but I'm gonna lean towards a full robot. I'm gonna lean towards the opposite. I'm Mm. gonna say he was a no. I was actually I am gonna lean towards full robot. It makes sense to me. Speaking of robots, I just remember what you promised last week. Hold off on it yet. Hold off on it. Alarm! Alarm! Uh, b- 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 our law masters robots our law masters robots we' we'll we'll put a pen in it we're coming back to it I promise okay um so in talking about this prog coming up with your brother Sean uh your Sean brought up your your brother brought up similarities with a, mo- uh, a b- movie he saw called failsafe okay have you ever heard of it before no oh uh, so it was a a book written in 1962 by Eugene Burdick And later adapted into a movie by the same name in 1964, in which America nukes itself to appease the Russians for destroying Moscow accidentally. And it's pretty fucking dark. So what happens basically is that, um, and this is based on a real thing that Sean told me about, is that like during the Cold War, we, the U.S., were flying bombers to Russia... Just to on scare on, them? A, on a daily basis. Holy shit. So that because you didn't really have that big of intercontinental uh, ballistic missiles yet. Right, they couldn't go from continent to continent. So their solution was we are always going to have planes with nukes ready to nuke Moscow. And what happens is effectively that like uh the light there's a a a, a malfunction aboard the plane that makes it seem like uh Washington's being destroyed, and they right. can't get a signal in. And so, so they nuke in retaliation, even though the, it was a malfunction. Yes, I think I have heard of this. And and the worst part is that like U.S. contacts co- contacts Moscow, Moscow connects to the plane and tells them, you know, it's off, it's off, your president, and so on and so forth. Right. And they don't believe them. They uh, a bunch of planes get shot up because it's, it's more than one plane. Right. And the U.S. sends fighter jets to like. Go and bring the planes down Like shoot them down Right, And they don't have enough fuel and they crash And then the president And the the pilot's wife Get on the line with him The president The president himself and he doesn't believe it And he does it anyway He thinks it's a trick And the the president's first lady His wife is in New York Oh it's the president's wife not the pilot's wife No no the pilot's wife The pilot's wife gets on with him and, but the president's wife is in New York, and and the president was like, "We're going to New York to appease the to Russians, appease so the that Russians. we don't have World War III." Holy and shit! And he does not they actually do it. And that, the I think the main character uh, who like was recording all this blows his brains out in the end. Yeah, because it's like fuck everything, right? It's insane. It's so fucking dark. But that came out roughly ten years or so, oh, twenty years before this. So it's it is. Uh, clearly drawing reference to that in a way and it's super fucked up that's pretty fucking dark bro but i like it i like yeah i love it it's it's, it brings some tension in and we're gonna have i mean we're just getting into the 80s and you know soft city stuff is coming oh yeah i have the cover to volume five we have i haven't opened it yet cold war you have opened it yet i I opened it it was just sitting there at my desk i could not open it but cold war is coming Cold War stuff is a-coming, and I'm super excited. I love political stuff. I do, and I want to see more of it in the Cyberpunk universe. I do as well, I really do. Uh, Last but not least for this issue, Death Count. Mother the Three-Eyed Octokraken, that was the name I had for it. Three-Eyed Octokraken. I like that. Uh, Mother the Three-Eyed Octokraken is electrocuted to death by Dread. And a power cable. And a power cable. Power cable! Captain Skank maybe was never alive? Could have been a robot, but is destroyed slash short circuit. Short when Dread tries to say when he, uh, he goes by and Dredd kills when he kills himself. To save his mother, which yes. means he is, maybe he is going crazy, or I'm thinking like so. Here's my thought. Maybe that's, that's Skank. like he's worried to into mother. Maybe Skank was like this, and uh, okay, and and then Tuscarosa kills him, replaces him with a robot, and then cranks up the volatility. And, right. and sent him to do the thing, right? To to now, because beforehand he was only a nuisance, right? And they knew about him for a while. If if they, why do they need why do they need Jedi Matrix? If they have the whole Russian, that's a good question. To maybe the nukes. well, may, maybe to uh, help the story. Ah, that Cause makes it's sense. Because like, it'd be like, well, how did they learn how to repair nukes? They're dumb well, pirates. Maybe they didn't really need her. Right. But they had to have they her. They had to have the cover story. So they have a cover for it. And it's a really good, it's... It is. It's a, it's like three or four layers deep. Like, it's getting a... Yeah, it's, it's good fruct- Russian espionage. It's good espionage. I, I like it. let watch Tinker Tailor Soldier Spy. I've never seen it before. It good? Oh, it's a good spy movie, dude. I, I love... I, I, I haven't seen that many good spy movies, honestly. It's, because you I, know, okay, so Bond has jaded me. I was going to say, there's two ty- I was about to say, there are two types of spy movies. <laughs> James Bond, where it's all very high action high fun you know really cool shit yeah and then there's like the real 80s spy movies which was people consider it boring and not worthy of being made in the movies but I love it I also to be fair I love James Bond though. okay fair I, I've always been jaded towards James Bond we've talked about it, before, yeah I'm sure. and then yeah. last last but not least uh over four million are confirmed dead by the nuking of Sector 403. And while we never get a total estimate for Cal's atrocities during the day that uh, the law died are They arc, said around a million? They, oh, they, they said millions. They millions. just said millions. Okay. But this is our highest tallied death count thus far in the comment. Yeah, because two nuclear weapons went off. One. One nuke one nuke went off. Well, no, one went off from the Siliconus so and one went oh, off the Oh, So you're right. right. We didn't even get, get a death count for the soft cities. But it was a mega block, uh, and everyone was home. Uh, doing the drill. I'm guessing. I, I'm guessing that we're probably. This was probably the highest death count issue as far. I, I would safely bet that, uh, or at least mini arc. So that that kind of wraps up Pirates of the Black Atlantic. BK. what'd you think of it? That was a really good mini arc. It came out of nowhere. I was not. Unexpe- I'd never heard of it. It was. I was not expecting it. It was like, and it's a really good foreshadowing for what's about to come. I'm pretty sure. I like that. I like the fact it's like, oh, it's a little mini arc. It's cute little, you know. Yeah. Little, oh, those crazy no, parents. We get some. No, food. this is a. Uh, this is the start of something. You know. I like yeah. that a lot. Are you ready to move on? Yeah. Let's see what else. Uh, what, let's take our steps back now. All right, PK. You're gonna have to. uh... You're gonna have to hold on to me. Hold on for this one, okay? Okay. P.K., this is Prog 201, called Any Confessions. Uh, it That's was released right. February 28th, 1981. Scripts by T.B. Grover, John Wagner, Alan Grant. Artist is Emberton, which is our boy Ian Gibson. Oh. Letters by Tom Frame. Let's do this, buddy.
1: You ready? Are you you, so... ready?
0: you ready for a game show? Oh, yeah! Let's turn... You bet your life! Hey, good memory! Turn the page! What the um, f- Is this Family Feud? Now, PK, before you say this, uh, this character that's reading right now, okay. I'm gonna read his first bit of dialogue, but then it's after to you after that, okay? Okay. Because his dialogue is cut in half by the yeah, page Yeah, I turn. can't really read it. Uh, and I know what he's saying. So, okay, if you want to read the upper left-hand narration, and then describe what we're looking at here. <laughs> A new vidprog has soared to second place in Mega City One's TV ratings. Any confessions? And we see a family feud-style...
1: Uh-huh.
0: Uh, uh, you know, it's... It's, a, it's I think it's two couples. Yes, it is. Uh, uh, on, a, on, a, on, a, on a stage for a game show. Mm-hmm. And uh, there's an attractive, dark-haired couple on the left. mm mm-hmm. An older, not-so-attractive... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. More blonde couple on the right. Yep. And we, they have names uh, above and, them. Oh, yeah. The 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 Davenport's on the left. And the Schmitz on the right. Okay. And in the middle is the most... <laughs> Do you remember Tony Hawk's Underground 2 with Nigel Beaverhausen? I was going to say, this guy looks like kind of like a radier faced version of the guy from the No Country with Old Men, the assassin dude. Oh, uh, Anton Chigurh? Yes. Wow. wow. Well done. He's got um, a weird bowl cut, a big, big pointy nose. nose. Big Big like look at me, I'm important teeth. Oh yeah. Uh, arched eyebrows, yeah. A popped collar, you know, the the, the he's future. Exaggerated best. he's an exaggerated game show host. And he has a microphone in his hand. Yeah. Um and the center of the page here, it's hard, it's cut off a little bit, but it says, Any confessions with corn O'Connor. <sighs> so his name is Corn O'Connor. O'Connor. Okay. And he is and on the the Davenport side, we have uh, like a, a TV screen and on the Schmitz we have a TV screen right um, oh they have like, it says topics crime, crime vehicle theft penalty up to eight years points 60 on the Davenport okay. side okay on the Schmitz it says crime mm-hmm. shoplifting. shoplifting penalty, penalty one, one year points. points 15 yes so we are to learn more but Korn is saying and I gotta get this it's in the page turn yeah the Davenports have confessed to multiple vehicle theft that carries a penalty of up to eight years and 60 points on the crime board. Now the question every vitter is asking is, can the Schmitz do one better? Okay, Schmitz, you have 30 seconds to name that crime. PK, uh now you read for him. Go for the same guy. It's the it's the narr- corn O'Connor. Yeah. He's now talking to the camera, go for it. I can, Tina Schmidt, our unemployed kneecap tester. <laughs> We're back to more kneecaps, dude! Why with the kneecaps and the knee pads? We've done it again. We're back again. I employed kneecap testers, and this one's sure bringing them to their knees. As the husband, uh, uh, it's coming, corn. And the wife responds, Hey, honey, what about that time we beat at the smart (laughs) lip? PK, PK, you gotta strap the fuck in. It's gonna get weirder. That smart lip mock dog vendor! (laughs) Mock dog instead of hot dog. Mock dog. I get that. Put a pin in that. I didn't get that. I didn't, I thought mock dog I in like it's a, it's a fake dog. No, it mock like a, It's dog. like a tofu dog Wow. Whatever. Wow. All right. Um, so they, they beat up a smart lipped mock Mark dog, dog vendor. vendor. Yeah. And, uh, Corn O'Connor looks over to them. there's like a little needle going in the background. He's, uh, he... I would change his voice up. Go, I gotta, I go for it. One. Not serious enough, Schmitz. Hurry up! Time's running out on any confessions! Uh, w- wait a minute! I-, I got it, Corn. We set fire to an elevator in the Jay Silverheels block back in 99! Remember that, honey? Yeah, yeah! It's the truth! He was annoyed because they wouldn't give us new apartment there! Jay Silverheels? Jay Silverheels. I don't know that one, I- and I forgot to actually... I didn't... I missed that and did not look it up. Jay... I, know- I-, I bet I know what the theme is. This, an this, actor? Uh, not this, not this Oh. Huh? Uh, oh, maybe it is an actor. All right, okay. I oh, I know the name. I uh, we actually know him. Believe it or not. Okay. I'm putting, it, I'm putting it on the list. All right. Sorry about that. I just missed that one. Uh, so yeah, they set fire to a a elevator in an apartment block because they wouldn't give it an apartment there. Remember, housing is a crisis in, in this city. That's right? right. There's like mobile housing and everything. Yes. Um. So, what happens next, PK? Uh. <laughs> Up uh, down to the bottom left over here. <laughs> oh, bottom left. Yes. Okay. Nice confession, Schmitz. That earns you up to three years and a grand total of thirty-five points on our crime board. But I'm afraid it's not enough to beat the Davenport's, whose sixty points give uh, win today gives them the first game and a prize of 200,000 credits. And the Davenport's are cheering while the the two the the, the wife of the, the Schmitz, Schmitz is like. Like glaring at her husband, like I yeah. can't believe you did this. And what happens now, PK? A judge walks on stage. <laughs> A judge walks on stage, and, and Con O'Caro, corn. corn, corn. Yeah. Now here's Judge Klugman to arrest you all. Stand aside, citizen, as the judge walks on stage. So they go on the game show to admit their crimes to get points and then and money, and then, but then get arrested. Yup. Any confessions, PK? <laughs> so PK, PK, where is this going? I have no <laughs> fucking clue. In, well, our 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 people are confessing now as we speak. What's 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 the uh, okay? Some guesses. Okay, kay. I guess uh, there's gonna be a mass protest, and someone says like, "Well, they confess on TV. They confess. Or you can't arrest them, or something like that." I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Where it's going. I'm fucking. What is, where is Judge Dredd gonna land? He's gonna hate this. Why, PK? I don't know. <laughs> Why does he hate candy? Why does he hate ugly people? <laughs> Dred hates everything. So, PK, you're not, you're honestly, that is, you're 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 batting a hundred for a hundred, you're you're hitting right down the fairway. Yeah, that's exactly what I would expect, is him to hate it, right? Yeah. Let's turn the page and find out. This isn't Judge Dredd, this is Judge Klugman. Klugman. Yeah. We, we turn the page now. I'm so excited for this fucking prog. Or maybe it's all a massive scam? Oh, yeah. That could be a thing. Well, now, now we have, like, a pop-out TV screen, and we have the judge is arresting the Davenports, Judge Klugman, and it says, Charles and Blenda Davenport. What a Blenda? fucking Blenda. What a great name. Charles and Blenda Davenport, subject to confirmation, I'm arresting you on the charge of gross vehicle theft. To which the, uh, Charles Davenport says, Eight years in an iso cube. Yippee! We'd serve 20 for 200 thou. So they see it as a, as a, as a, a deal. trade-off, right? Okay. Um, and now the uh, the Schmitz are in handcuffs as well as fucking Corn O'Connor is offering them a little statue of handcuffs, as he says. Oh, my God. Just, yeah. Yep. Never mind, Schmitz. As a consolation prize, your terrific confession went to these beautiful pair of solid gold effect handcuffs. I'll be waiting for you as soon as you get out! It'll be waiting for you. It'll be waiting for you as soon as you get out! So, they don't even get their prize yet. That's pretty funny. After the ISO cube. And now. Or and they get fucking. They get eight years? What is it? No. <coughs> I forget what they got. But they, yeah, they got something like, like eight years yeah. or something like that. Yeah. So, now. <laughs> now, uh, Corn O'Connor turns to a, a bit screen that has a very burly man. A big square jaw. Rough looking dude, as he yeah. a ta- uh, corn. O'Connor says to the vid screen, Now we've come to what's my crime? The spot on the program where the bitter at home, where you, the bitter at home, get your chance to fess up. Identify yourself, caller. It's Rocky Knuckle from District 31, corn. I've got some real nasty crimes on my conscience. Watching the show, Judge Dredd and Chief Judge Griffin. And we see Dr- Griffin's doing the judge pose, Dread's mm-hmm. in the close foreground, and on the background they have the same TV show yeah, going. they're watching the show. And Rocky Knuckles there. For starters, I ain't paying for this call. <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> okay. Alright, he's just gonna, like, let him hang on that. Judge Griffin, though, is talking to Dread, And what's Griffin got to say? Judge is <laughs> making televised arrests is certainly abnormal, Dread, But the law says suspected criminals must be arrested without undue delay. I say we outlaw the whole program, Chief Judge. They're practically inciting crime. And judge Dread hates it. Wow! What a surprise. But Griffin, however, has a rebuttal. Strictly according to the law, they're not—they're not—they're paying for their confessions, not crimes. Besides, look on the bright side. Keep going. Since any since any confessions took the air, a wave of spontaneous confessions have swept Mega City One. And we have three people clambering oh up to a judge. On a lawmaster. I <laughs> hate the citizens of Mega City One so much. PK, you got you haven't seen nothing this fucking They're frog. They're so dumb. You haven't seen nothing this frog, buddy. What are they saying? These people who are like on their knees clambering for this judge's attention on their lawmaster. I want to confess, judge. Take me in. I done wrong. I brought my burglar tools to show you. And Griffin continues on as the TV is playing in the background. If it keeps up like this, our backlog of unsolved crime will be cleared by the end of the judicial year. <laughs> so, all Yippee! the crime— all the crime—is going to be fucking solved if this keeps going, right? And In the background, Corn O'Connor's got a line. He's talking to Tony mm. Knuckle. Uh, uh, uh. Great confession, Rocky. You win 500 creds and a possible five to ten in an isolation cube. Judges should be at your door. Right now, <laughs> you can see in the background there are two judges now. There are two, two judges behind him. They're already at his door. They're already there. <laughs> You're confessing to a crime on live television for 500 bucks, five to ten years. Five to ten years for 500 bucks. You know? So PK, I to too pause. Money for 200,000. Pause where we're at. Pause. Don't look ahead. Where is this going? <laughs> PK, where is this going? <laughs> this has to outlaw because they're gonna be over the. The jails will be overfull. Oh, oh, we think they're gonna have an overpopulation in jail. I don't know, maybe. <laughs> Judge Dredd doesn't like it, so it's gonna go away. It's gonna go away. Judge Dread doesn't like it, so it's gonna go away. I mean, don't know why, don't know how, but Judge Dread doesn't like it, so it's gonna go away. Okay. Cause you know why? His name is the name of that fucking book. Look, uh we got we got four more pages, buddy. Let's uh, find more pages. Let's find out how close you are. We go keep going. Dread was not satisfied. <laughs> Dread, Dread is looking at Mac, the big computer, yeah. and it's going to scream a bunch of names and stuff. Any confessions does encourage crime, and I'll prove it. These are the names of all citizens booked to appear on future programs. I want round the clock, spy in the sky, camera surveillance on every one of them. So, spy in the sky, we've seen before, little yeah, flying the, little, the little flying camera. drone cameras. Keep going, PK, for narration. Spy-in-the-sky control was reporting within the hour. And we see kind of like the inside of, of a mall or something like that. Yeah, like a big indoor shopping center with and escalators. And There's a spy in the sky overlooking two people who have like a gun and a, and a, a bag. Like, like they're going to commit a robbery, right? Yeah. And they got masks that they're pulling over their heads. Yeah, like those fucking pantyhose masks. Yep. Yeah. And the spy in the sky is saying, Attention, judge, direct cameras 541 and 542 show suspects Vern and Mickey Walker acting suspiciously in the Frankie Joe Hayden Block Plaza. They are armed! To which the, the wife is saying, Okay, burn. let's go! And they rush, of course, into a bank. We can see bank tellers, cash, checks, foreign exchange. This is a stick up! I love that UK spelling of checks. Oh, yes. Keep go Go for the, the husband. Put the cash in the bag and nobody will get hurt! Oh, wow. Good good choice. Dread, however, is pulling up. Hold it! On his lawmaster. Already here! They haven't even gotten to, like, do anything yet. And. Uh, the husband says, "Judge Dread, Judge Dredd, how did he know?" Never mind it. Run for it. We can't afford to get be caught before we appear on any confessions. Okay. And PK, what, 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 what do you think? Judge Dredd has a point here. It's, it's, it's encouraging crime. Yeah, they're getting money for it, so they no want to appear on the show to get. And think about it, right? This is kind of smart. You rob a bank, you get you money from that, hide it. Then confess to it, get money, more money, and then serve your sentence, and you're out. You're you're pretty well off. Yeah, as long as you're not spending the rest <clears> of your <throat> life behind bars, you just retire with a bunch of money. I could make that trade, provided it wasn't in our criminal system. Actually, um, oh yeah, prison's are rough, dude. Yeah, uh, guys do, like us, isolation cube turned though. inside out. Isolation cube. I hate isolation. I do too, but I could get some reading done. I would live. I don't know about the books. Allow. We'll see. Is Wait, it just we, like a white we are senseless too, deprivation tank we day are, in and day out. For, we are at 200 procs and we have yet to see the inside of an isolation yeah. cube. That is crazy to think about. Is like yeah, it's an isolation cube just a pure white, no kind of anyone. That has to be one That's of the, the most. Cruel to you. That would drive me insane within a week. That has to be one of the most talked about things in this comic that we've never seen yeah. hide nor hair of at this point. It's been in, mentioned since, like, Prog 5 or some shit. I want to know what an ISO cube is like. I really do. I, I, I bet it's a stainless steel, no features. I'm betting and I would it's like... And in a day. I bet it's, like, ceiling floor, three walls, full glass wall, and it's just honeycombs of them, right? Yeah. With, like, some some holes, maybe. Toilet <clears throat> cot. That's it. I yeah. bet that's it. Like, that probably is all it that's is. That's cruel and unusual. Oh, yeah. Humans are social creatures. Yeah. I I don't know. We'll see. Know. Maybe we'll see one day. But this but, panel is one of my favorite panels I've ever seen. What panel? This this panel. It's uh, right after we we can't uh, we can't afford to get caught before we appear on any confessions. They run away and Dredd just shoots at <laughs> the legs. Dread with his fucking glare, <laughs> blam! And, my leg! Oh my leg! And Dredd just like, Ugh. and Dredd's already cuffing them as cu- squawking from his lawmaster bike comes a voice. Attention, Dredd. Uh, Cameras twenty three and twenty four. Show subjects, Gene and Gino (laughs) Escalino. (laughs) What's that, PK? Gene and Gino Escalino vandalizing vehicles in the Gus Holst block, lower parking bays. So, PK, we got more crime already happening than he was ready for. I don't know who Frankie, Joe, Hayden, or Gus Holst are. That is, you know what? Of all the ones so far, I don't blame you for that. Okay. Because they're not actors, and we're going to get into the who they are, okay? Okay. Um, and we've never heard of them before as well. Right. So, we have another couple, husband and wife, who are on top of a bunch of destroyed cars in a parking garage. Uh, pour it on, Gino. We'll. Oh, they're Italian. Uh, pour it on, Gino. We'll compound our felony with a bit of arson. <laughs> as they're pouring gas around themselves. On top of the cars. And, and to which Gino responds... Uh, <laughs> 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 Haluji, paluji, will win a mint. Haluji, huji, paluji, huji, paluji, will win a What the fuck is uh, what are we reading right now? Um, that's about enough. judge speak- <laughs> <laughs> it's been uh, a fun podcast. Huji paluji, that's where you go online. Uh, yeah, the lines. I'm pretty much checked out. Huji paluji, will win a PK. What happens? Next panel, read the narration. What happens when you sit on a pile I've played GTA 5 online. <laughs> what happens when you stand on a car and blow it up? You fucking... You're... On, you you're what, what happens, P.K.? Read the narration. <clears throat> By the time Dredd arrived, Gene and Gino had managed to trap themselves. And what's happening, P.K.? They are sir, They are sitting on a pile of broken cars that are on fire. <laughs> arms around each other screaming, HELP! And Dredd is thinking, Looks like it's gonna be a busy day. <laughs> P.K.? this we're in idiocy. <laughs> we are here we're in idiocracy this is This-y. the perfect dread panel i want anyone who <laughs> to read the judge dread proxy. look at this it's like are you prepared these two panels this is what judge this dread is, is what are you prepared to deal with this just non-stop right looks like it's gonna record scratch this is me <laughs> it's gonna be a looks busy like day looks like it's gonna be a busy day dude but okay pk we got more pages yet. Yeah, it's just going to be more stupid. It's going to be more idiocracy. It's going to be more, <laughs> pouring Gatorade on their plans to make them grow faster. Let's turn the page and find out, shall we? <laughs> go, to the na- go to the narration up here on the upper left. The following week at a special meeting of the Council of Five was held on, on a terrace at the Hall of Justice. The subject was... Any confessions? And... We are looking at another TV screen of any confessions going on. Uh, Corn O'Connor is there. And what's happening in that, on that TV screen, PK, in the is background? Is that guy on all fours? Yes, any, like, yes. No, no, nope, nope. he is on all fours. There's a man on all he fours. He has weirdly long arms. He's, well, his legs aren't bent, which is oh, weird. Okay. It's just <laughs> a weird, weird pose. A pose. There's a man on all fours. And someone's standing on their back. Yeah, Like, go-go dancing. Kind of. And go for Corn O'Connor. It's mime that cry. <laughs> <laughs> Time, mime that crime, time again. Folks, the Johnsons will mime a crime they've committed, and the McSnorkies <laughs> have 60 seconds to manage to, in which to name it. So, they have to mime their crime, and the other te- the other team has to guess what it is. PK. Okay. The McSnorkies. The McSnorkies, dude. Yeah. So, we got... it was the... the- the Johnsons, and, and the, the McSnorkys. You know, you gotta have dichotomy, right? So Dredd is with the Council of Five on a terrace uh, in that big bubble building of Justice HQ. Yep. And he's standing up. Everyone else is sitting down. They're all watching the show. And Dredd is talking to him. Yeah. Oh, that's The Dredd. evidence is overwhelming. The crime rate among future Any Confessions contestants is six times higher than the Mega City average. Six times! And now, Judge Quimby, Chief Accountant, says... Uh, he is saying has a line, but in the background, uh, uh, the, the TV show is still going on, uh, the, in which the, the Mc, Johnson, w- w- wife, the McSnorkies are guessing. But the Johnson wife is sitting on the, Mr. Johnson's back and like waving her like, arms up or reaching up. Or I do oh, I couldn't guess what they're doing. Yeah, but the McSnorkies are guessing. Ah, uh, they're uh, assaulting a very tall man, Corn, and Judge Quimby has a line. <clears throat> Let me give you some statistics, statistics Dredd. Since any confession started. Spontaneous confessions are up 4,000%. Prison admittances are double. So, prison admittances doubled. Admittances. Admittances have doubled. are double. And fucking confessions are up 4,000%. So, it's six times for a small group, but 4,000 times for everyone else. Yeah. Which is a net win by a huge margin. But. Dread is, like, it's causing crime. Is right. The issue. Now we have, we cut we show Judge Magruder, and again... And in the background, Ah! Stealing a ceiling? Judge McGruder, head of the SJS. Yes, the spons are confessing to crimes we didn't even know about. I'm with Quimby. Any confession stays on the air. And she still has the <laughs> SJS, like, shoulder thing going on. I think I know what's gonna happen. What? Someone who's gonna be on this earth is commit a crime so bad that they have to cancel it. Like... Setting off a nuke. Oh Jesus, more. Another one yeah. next week. Uh she has her uh her skull earrings on. Yeah, she's she got does. That, that that iron bitch look. God, what a bitch. Deputy Chief Judge Pepper in was, the background. Not a bitch, like a fucking cold iron bitch. Oh yeah. Like in in a complimentary way. Yeah. Um in the background at the TV again. Uh causing an obstruction, but Judge Pepper has the line. Uh uh, face facts, dread the programs. Ah, I like that spelling of programs. Advantages outweigh its disadvantages by far. My vote makes it 3 0. Your motion is defeated. You're making a mistake, Mark. Mark, you're making a mistake. Mark my words. Your name's not Mark. My name's Mark. I Uh, mean Joe. (laughs) And from Judge Dredd's helmet comes uh, comes, uh, a a little bulletin. Attention, Judge Dredd! And PK, upper left hand corner on the next page. Uh, Cameras 773 and 774 show subjects Brutus and Ivy Lupin. Ah, oh, let's keep on the third. Yep. Approaching. You fasten a souped-up tando chop. PK, what is what? a tando chop? It is a. <laughs> okay, tando this is what I got in space of tandem. Yep. It's a two-person little <laughs> helicopter. Okay. Open cockpit, uh, open-air helicopter. Yep. Um, just like it's like a, a, it looks like a fucking ninja turtle. Playset. Plays. <laughs> <laughs> it is a tandem bike <coughs> mini helicopter that these people are riding. Then they are shooting on the console. Right oh, now. fuck! you're gonna SMG out! Hit him, honey! We'll wipe out the whole console of five and scoop the jackpot! I, I knew it! You, you knew it. A I, page ago. Yeah, you knew it. I thought they were going to set off a nuke. Um, Judge Red gets Chief Judge Griffin down. Get down, Chief Judge! Unless you want to be next! And what happens, PK? Judge Pepper is fucking, fucking shot, shot in the in heart. The, in the heart. And G- Judge Griffin says, Judge Pepper, my lover! <laughs> I don't know about that. But Dredd shoots and hits the main rotor propeller. Yeah, they're just two guys that worked together for 40 years. But they never married. I mean... Judges can't marry. I don't know, I don't know if they can't marry. We haven't had that. We haven't ha- we have not had that brought up. You're right. Uh, that's very interesting. Uh, we don't know much about I'm that. saying two guys who always worked together for 40 years and never got married. Uh, they're 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 just roommates. <laughs> they, they live together. <laughs> they just live together. Um they share everything. <laughs> it's uh, it's their best friends. Um but Judge Dredd's bullet hits the middle rotator and, and it explodes as the couple uh the lupins go falling down. Turn it the really page is an Ivy lupin. Yep. We turn the page and the council are looking over the edge as the- Oh, the, it's a fucking Wile e. Coyote kind of thing because they're way up on the terrace. Yes. Why are they on the terrace? They didn't say. Because they they're they going to attack by a Tando Trap? Is yeah, that why? that's literally why. They never meet I on the terrace except- I Tando a real thing. It's a real fucking thing, right? Um, and the line is, I believe Chief, Chief Judge Griffin has the first line. First class shooting, dread. They tried to kill us all, were they? Yes. Any confessions, contestants? Judge Pepper was mortally wounded. Oh, no. And Chief uh, Chief Judge Griffin has him in the lover's pose, you know, holding him up. And they ready, these... ready to plant a little kiss on him, right? Yeah. And uh, Judge Pepper's last, lo- last words, PK. Dred was right. I'm changing my vote. Any confessions must go. And Chief Judge, or uh, Deputy Chief Judge Pepper, collapses forever to the ground. Yeah, we've seen him since since the uh the day the law died you're absolutely right he's been a background character but still holy yeah. shit. pk go for judge griffin as judge griffin is looking up at the rest of the chief judges or the, the council of five and dread i think we all know the answer now should we make pepper's vote unanimous and judge x here here I foresaw trouble all along then why didn't you say it along you uh, f- cream fountain thank th- you thank you so my much. boyfriend is dead <laughs> It's weird that we suddenly have this relationship with them going on that we never I, saw before. I I just kind of put two and two together. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. I love it. They're, they both they went to the academy together. There, they, uh, know, they they talked together. The together. Yeah, I get it. I feel it. You know. Um. <clears throat> Shortly afterwards, in any confession studio, there is corn corn Macabre or corn o'connor. And he's got I just noticed he's got like uh He does have like handcuffs on, like on one. One handcuff I, yeah. on hand. And he's saying to the contestants It's Judge Dredd himself! He's a little early though, folks. The game isn't over. It is now, Citizen, as Dredd is producing a fucking scroll. Like an old timey Inquisition. <laughs> like a fucking like a witch hunt. Yeah, and he's saying and so is your show. I'm taking it off the air for good. And it says, like, any confessions is hereby banned from any, any pr- further broadcast and um, performance. Yeah. And Dread is now pointing to the camera saying, Any confessions will not broad be broadcast again. But if any citizen feels they urge to confess, do not hesitate. Report at once to your nearest judge. Next prog, PK. When a lawmaster goes, Hey wire! Alright. Let's talk about this. I've enjoyed this more than I thought I would. I'm glad. Alright, so let's talk about Prog 201. Any confessions, BK? It was very cyberpunk. It was I'm pretty gonna, cyberpunk. Gonna... But it's also in theme of Mega City 1 and everyone being, being stupid idiots. Livings. Yeah. Holy shit. They're so fucking dumb, my god. But first, let's talk about settings and places. So we have a couple of their mentions. We have Frankie Joe Hayden block. Right. Now, this is uh, a reference to a real person, as most blocks and, and place names are. Are these criminals? Uh, they are not criminals, in fact. It's a weird theme this, this week. Uh, Franz Franz Joseph Hayden. Wasn't this uh, one with Frost Heels or something? Uh, there was another one that was Silver Heels. Silver Heels. I've got that one here, too. But Frankie Joe Hayden, block, Franz Joseph Hayden. Uh, was an Austrian composer of the classical period. He was instrumental in development of a chamber music such as the String Quartet and Piano Trio. Okay. His contributions to musical form have led him to be called the Father of the Symphony and Father of the String Quartet. Um, it's a very kind of niche reference. Okay. Um, Fresh my memory. A string quartet, four different string instruments, like a cello, violin. I got nothing. For okay. You. I know. I you have more musical experience than I do. Uh, I, was, I can't even read music. Oh, oh shit! That's right. We did talk about lot music. We did talk about music a lot last week. We did off camera. Reason. Oh yeah, yeah. We were some podcast. cool music theory videos. It was very fun. Um, Hayden spent much of his career as a court musician for the wealthy Esterhazy family at their Esterhazy uh, castle. Until the later part of his life, this isolated him from other composers and trends in music so that he was, as he put it, forced to become an original. Yeah, yet he, didn't have, he didn't have the popular... Yeah. That's cool when a musician does that. I like that, because like they, they didn't know what was in or not, Yeah. Just making so they, stuff. Yeah, so they write they, their own style of music and, spoiler well, it becomes very popular. Yet, his music circulated widely, and for much of his career, he was the most celebrated composer in Europe. Um, he was a friend and mentor of Mozart. Okay, oh sh- uh, a tutor of Beethoven and the elder brother of composer Michael Hayden. So, he has like some big influence and is like a uh, a, a huge influence on Mozart and Beethoven. Okay. So, obviously. So, you, they were like he was like a stepping stone for them. Yeah, father of the string quartet, father of the symphony. So, fucking cool. That's pretty cool. I never knew that with this person. Um, Gus Holst block is also mentioned. Uh, this is a reference to Gustav Theodor Holst. Um, uh, who was a English composer, arranger, and teacher, best known for his orchestral suite, The Planets. He composed many other works across a range of genres, although none achieved comparable success. I don't know The Planets. I know The Seasons by <coughs> Goldie. I don't know that one. Oh. Uh, His distinctive... It's on Fantasia, which is something we talked about. Ah, yes, yes, yes. His distinctive compositional style was the product of many influences, Richard Wagner (laughs) and uh, Richard Strauss being most crucial early in his development. The subsequent inspiration of the English folk song revival of the earliest 20th century and the example of such rising modern composers of Maurice uh, Ravel Ravel, led Holst to develop and refine an individual style. Um, And then we have... Yeah, we have uh, apparently uh, his his music was generally neglected in their, until the nineteen eighties when recordings of his uh, of his stuff became much more available. Basically, uh-huh. um, but Jay Silverheels, last one. This is an actor. And it, uh, it was, he was an indigenous Canadian actor and athlete. He was well known for his role as Tonto, the Native American companion. On the, on the Lone Ranger. On the Lone Ranger in the American Western television series, so, The Lone Ranger. So, yeah. so the, the, the native, he was a Canadian, at least yes. he was Native American. Uh, uh, yes, correct. Because America, Canada is part of America. Correct. We're the United States. Yes. We're not, Brazil is America. Uh, so, uh, yeah, South America. Yeah, so yeah, he was America a is a continent. This is true. And when people say we're Americans, that opens that. Uh, yeah, it's a pet peeve of mine. It's uh, uh, the pet peeve of mine is people say "speak American" as though it's a language, <laughs> which just tell which, in a weird way, kind of works. It's just saying "speak stupid enough for me to understand you." You could be meaning to speak French, Italian, oh, English? No. For me, it's like, oh. hey, speak broken ass busted English. Uh, and, and, and which actually kind of it's like it's them kind of dunking on themselves. Brazilian, in a way. yeah. <laughs> Do this, this be Spanish? In Brazil? I don't fuck. Does Why Brazil would I have know this? Its own language? I have no. Anyway, any Brazilian viewers? We yeah. have so many characters this prog. I have Send to me get some through. nuts. I love Brazil nuts. Tell <laughs> me <Something> about Carnival. <laughs> characters. We have Corn O'Connor, MC of Any Confessions, probably a reference to that guy who's like the uh, Con- Conrad O'Connor or whatever his name is, who was the. Uh, uh, Oh, oh, it was called... It was a uh, the other game that show. That was You Bet Your Life. You Bet Your Life was based off of... Um,
1: you That's right. Bet
0: Your Life O'Connor. Um, it was... Not Groucho Marx. Uh, uh, Carol O'Connor? I Carol forget. Carol O'Connor is uh, Archie Bunker. That's not who I'm thinking of. Um, let me... I, I have it right here. From. I, uh, he had two shows. One of them was a spinoff. Oh. Why do I do this to myself? Any confessions? Got it right. Any there. confessions? No, any confessions. This one. Oh, okay. Uh, it is Corn O'Connor. Where is he? Influences and references. Um, so. O'Connor was, uh, Des O'Connor. Remember Des O'Connor block? Remember that? Yeah. A game show host of Take Your Pick and Countdown. Remember Countdown was another one we saw. That's uh, right. uh, We've seen. Uh, Judge Klugman is presumably named after the American actor Jack Klugman, uh, best known for playing Quincy in Quincy. Uh, but also, we have so many characters to get through. The Davenports. I get Des O'Connor and Desi Arnaz mixed up sometimes. Desi Arnaz is, is Ricardo, is, is... Ricky from I love Lucy okay and Des O'Connor is a game show host from the same era and the Des O'Connor block comes back I we, we debate we're not sure if that's where Dred lives or not but we think right it is. um then we have the Davenports Charles and Belinda what a name Belinda da- Davenport confessed to vehicle theft the Schmitz, Ike and Tina Schmidt Unemployed kneecap testers. Remember the inflatable kneecaps. Yep. Uh, and also, another reference to the high unemployment rate within Mega City One. That's 90%. a double reference. It's yeah. a double reference. It's, it's a not, double callback. It's not ninety percent. It's like. It's 90%. it's like seventy some percent. Okay. It's like it's it's really high. Though. It's impossibly high. The Schmitz confessed to beating a mock dog vendor, gonna circle back to that in a minute, and setting fire to an elevator because they couldn't get an apartment in the building, which also that's like so many references to previously established lore. Yeah. Right? And it's we've got reference to fake hot dogs, unemployment, kneecaps, mm-hmm. and, and uh houses, sorting and, houses. How Housing storage. House. Short houses. Short houses. That's what we're tiny talking about. Tiny house nation. Little tiny houses for ants. Yeah. Um, what is this? That's A house for ants? Thank you. But literally, that's like four references in one. That's insane. That's a good, yeah, that's good, good variety. Um We have Judge Klugman, who arrests the contestants on any confessions. We have Rocky Knuckle... A uh, criminal who calls in any confessions. We don't know what he did, but for stars, I ain't paying for this phone call. But he only gets five hundred creds and five to ten years in an ISO cube for it. So, not, not worth it. it. You made a bad choice, Knuckles. That's not. That's not a good. That's and not knuckles. a trade-off. Not and a good, Knuckles. Yeah. And, and knuckles. knuckles. And Knuckles. Uh, Byrne and Mickey Walker, they attempt to rob a bank, get the money, and then confess to they to any They're one of my favorite Judge Dredd panels of all time. To collect more money. He's not like, nah. even looking at them, he's just like he's just kinda of glaring. He's like, a bitch. He's Here like, we go, you you stupid, stupid <laughs> people everywhere. And I don't blame Judge Dredd for hating people. I, I would feel city. that way too if I Mega City. I feel like the majority of reason people become judges is like they're smart enough to know that everyone is stupid in this city. Like And still, a lot of the judges wind up being stupid too. Yeah, but now remember, Judge Trent, put your own mask on before. I was literally thinking of Diablo. I didn't say it. I think I judge Diablo every day. Every podcast. I don't know if we get away with a a single podcast without bringing up Judge Diablo. Um, But overall, Bert and Mickey Walker, not a bad plan. Robbing a bank and then going on any confessions. Overall, not a bad plan. If the, I bet if the the cameras weren't spying on you, you might have gotten away with it. And well, they wouldn't have gotten away with it because they'd confessed to it. But you wouldn't have got away <laughs> with it. But you, you know what I mean. I know what you mean. Um, if it weren't for those damn cameras, yeah. Uh, Gino and, and G- your Dog, G- Gene and Gino Escalino, the worst of them. These names, man. Do these thie- people fucking plan this when they get married? They vandalize a bunch of vehicles in a parking garage and set fire to it all while they are on top of the cars. Dude, we're an idiocracy. This is idiocracy. They, there really isn't any denying Gene, it anymore. you've got the prettiest racks in all of Mega City One. USB's my wife. Let's me set these cars on fire. Oh, my God. Miming. Okay, Gino! Oh, shit. Uh, uh, <laughs> I can't. I cannot deal with it. i got to look up this real quick because I forgot the names or something to write down names or something real quick. Um, it is Ivy and Brutus Lupin. Yep. Uh, attempt to kill the Council of Five on a fucking Ninja Turtles toy. It's just. It looks the like, it looks like shit. a fucking He-Man action figure toy. It's something that you would have like a little like like a a, a little like lever you pull and you, down and been the, the, the windmills, not the windmills, the, but the, the propellers. Yeah, um, exactly. We have the Johnsons who are doing mining. On any uh, any confessions, we have the McSnorkies. Dude, the fucking names. Um, who are trying? We to have guess. a lot of names. This, problem. it was so many fucking names. Um, yeah, I already ha- actually I already had Brutus and Ivy Lupin written down. I just got to read. Jesus. Um, I am technology. of No, we have the spy in the sky, the hovering camera drones used Magic by Judges. Make we a see him return. using Mac. it uh, doesn't s- go named. They don't but- name him, but it's clearly Mac. Yeah. Um, we have a Tando uh, Chop. PK. This reminds me. This is kind of a callback. <sighs> remember when the uh, Judge Cal. Uh, did all the law die, was in charge. There was and a guy. guy. built a, like, a backpack helicopter. <laughs> it was, it was like a bicycle, it was like a bicycle-powered helicopter bike. It just reminds me of, like, that. Yeah. I just think, I mean, people, weird unemployed engineers are in the garage making weird things. Because <laughs> I don't have a fucking job. Yeah. And I'm getting, you know, what, uh, 500 credits a day for un- an unemployment? Who knows? Uh, wait, that hasn't been established. But it's a tandem bicycle chopper equipped with guns, or rather, they are on. They, had, they had a had gun. gun. They had a gun. So yeah, that's oh, this fucking comic, dude. Terrible slang. I love that the on the what? one day, like, let's have our meeting on the on the terrace with a nice, lovely view of Mega City One. A tandem no chopper. How did they know to do that? Is my question. They had to have prepped for that, right? Someone had to have been an inside job. Pepper. Pepper gave it away? Yeah. You think Pepper was like power hungry against his boyfriend? Oh, that gives another even crazier oh. twist. He was—he he loved power more than his boyfriend. That's yeah, I insane. I, I don't know where this came from, but I'm, I'm glad we're here. I really am. <laughs> um, terrible sight. They were of, just really close for two guys. <laughs> Made up Words, Judge Drip, One-Liners. We get a reference to Isocubes again for the first time in a while. Yeah. We have the views... Vitter uh, is used by Corn O'Connor. For a video caller. A person who's watching the vid prog from home. Right. Uh, we have Spont is used by McGruder, a person who spontaneously confesses. <laughs> yep. Uh, we have huji Palooji. We sure did have huji Palooji. huji Palooji! P.K., how would you define huji Palooji? Uh, weird Italian, uh, Italian-American, expletive, uh... You know, mamma mia, hoochie, hoochie, Yeah, it's kind of a shit. little UK poking fun at Italy, their neighbors. Maybe not racist, but they're like, ah, you guys are kind of silly sometimes. Maybe. Maybe. Uh, also, I loved Judge X-Line. I foresaw trouble all along. Like, motherfucker was pretty silent about to this point. <laughs> is he even psychic or is he just <laughs> <is> pretending? <laughs> That's why Crystal looked up with, like, a tear in his eye. And you didn't say anything? I... I, I love the idea of, like, what if Jug's ex isn't psychic? He's just a crazy old Maurice. Crazy old Maurice dude who's like, it's it's like... I this, definitely thought that was going to happen, maybe. He's like the Sphinx from Mystery Man. He's just oh. very mysterious. <laughs> I love it. Maybe, or maybe not. <laughs> you must learn to master your rage. or Your rage becoming master? That's what you're going to say, right? <laughs> not necessarily. Not necessarily. Turns head away. World building! Is the, the Sphinx, uh, Rowan Atkinson? I... Mr. Bean, Mr. Beans no. I don't think so. Well, who's the Blue Raja? Blue Raja is uh, Hank Azaria. Hank hey, Azaria, okay. I- I don't remember I always remember Rowan Atkinson in this movie, but I think I'm wrong. Oh, I- uh... And I know- what's his name is there? You know, uh, uh... William H. Macy's in it. William H. Macy. I was gonna say, you uh, know, uh... wolf what... from and Kell. That's right. Uh, uh, Pee-wee Herman. Uh, uh, uh... Oh, he's the Blue Raja. No, no, no. He's, he the- he's a spleen. Let's explain. I dude, I know this movie. I do, okay. Uh, and uh Baby Bowler is uh uh What's her name? Uh, 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 uh fuck Shoot. fuck me. Baby Bowler pulling it up. God damn it. Fargo, I was gonna say Fargo, but that's Hank, hey, that's uh, you know, uh Baby Bowler digger. is uh oh, I want to Jean Garofalo, but I know that's not right. Yeah, it's Gene Garofalo. Oh, it is. Gene a Garofalo, absolutely. Yeah. I was right. She's fucking amazing. I I love I love that movie. It's unintentionally love one of Mystery my favorite right. movies. Um, but I love I love what's his name? Not Hank Azaria, but who's the bowler? What's his name? William H Macy. William H. Macy. I love William H Macy. Shoveler. The shoveler. The Yeah, I love him in I love him in Fargo. Everything. Everything. I love him in uh uh what's that show that ran for like a million years? <laughs> what? Well, he's like the 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 dad of the of the crappy family. Oh Jesus! I don't know that one. I like that show a lot. I can't—it's just right now, it's one of the shows I've seen every episode of. I <laughs> <camera, laughs> uh, just camera. It'll so come. To you. Don't think about it. This is why I've never been a game show. Yeah. Because like we just like for a million dollars. <laughs> what is your name? I'm like uh, Dan. <laughs> wait, wait, no. It, it's the it's the you're put on the camera, right? It's it's people who like name a woman. And you're like oh, oh no. hey, uh, great. <laughs> Have you seen that clip of like name a woman and she's like she can't think of a- any woman. It's a woman. It's that's a woman. Just, he's asking. That's just, it's just me. me. Just Under pressure, out. I go. Uh, uh, five. <laughs> or just nothing. Yeah. Um, uh, but say, uh, France. Oh, France. Oh. France. Uh, don't say French. France! France. Oh, okay. World building. Shameless. There you go. You got With it. With William H. Macy. The second you stop thinking about it. Yeah. Uh, any confessions? A new vid prog show that has soared into second place in Mega City One's TV ratings. Two, up to 200,000 credits are given to the winner and a pair of solid gold handcuffs to a runner-up, at least in certain circumstances. They it like they were, they said, they said something weird about the handcuffs, like they were solid gold, uh, like, full uh, gold. Effect, effect. Effect. Yeah, so probably not real gold. They're um, <coughs> just to be more of a dick. Yeah. The show features a segment where a vidder can call in and confess to crimes over their vid screen. The judges are then summoned to the confessor's abode to arrest them yeah. pretty damn quickly. Um... The show also features a segment called Mime That Crime, where two contestants must mime the crime they've committed to the other I couple to guess. I still that the, they were doing the Johnsons. Yeah, it's interesting that it's always, like, a husband-wife that have had to have committed crimes together. Yeah! That, I don't know like, How many husband-wife crime duos are there? I guess a lot. There's a lot of Bonnie and Clydes out there. Yeah, I guess. Um, but since the airing of any confessions on television, spontaneous confessions have risen 4,000% 4, 4, and prison admittances have doubled. Which but, is uh, But people committing crimes on this small list of people has, has gone up 6%. They're six times more likely. Six times on this list of like 100 people? Yeah. So people who are dumb enough, it's just its people doing shit to be famous. And it? probably more for that than money, it's honestly. Like, it's almost like uh, if everyone had a camera in their pocket and people would weird, stupid stuff all the time. I... Do you think if American Idol... Switched from earning money to you paying money, people would still go on it. No, I think it might. I think uh, it I, might. Okay, I think I don't think as many people would, but I think people still would. Uh, just because you get your your fifteen minutes of fame, or yeah, two minutes or whatever. I mean, even if you're bad, you can still become famous, like William Hung. God, you went right. You knew his name, and I knew his name, and I'm so upset that we both know yeah, his name. Because you know why? Because he got his, He was out there, and he made a of his fair share of money off of his thing. And good for He's him. Good for him. I'm not um, mad at him at all. Just, nope. Our he society. Won. He won. He secretly won American Idol by losing. Yeah. Yeah. He got He got in front of a camera. Yeah. And, and he, he, he... And he made, a, he made a... He was a personality. Yep. Which is what we look for. Yep. Instead of talent at times. Sometimes. Uh, also, a couple of things we know. Vehicle theft carries a sentence up to eight years in an ISO cube. Arson carries a sentence up to three years. Uh, we also... There's something I, p- I pointed out for this. The Council of Five are getting a hell of a lot of screen time yeah. nowadays, it's right? It's almost like they show like, between every level in the Judge Dredd Genesis game. God damn, you keep bringing that up. But dis- I know, that's all I can think of. I'm just like, despite them only being introduced back in Prog 182, so like 18 prog, ago, we have ago, seen them in like the last more, three Progs. Like, when Dredd returned from the <laughs> Judge Child mission, we are seeing them damn near every Prog recently. Right. Which is like... Or at least once an arc, it's pretty often. It is. It it gives more life to Mega City One, which I appreciate. I guess we. It were, makes me feel like Judge Judd isn't the only isn't the only lawman out there. I and guess it does have people. Back above in the day, him. we were seeing a lot more of just uh, Chief Ch- uh, Clarence Chief Good- Goodman, Ch- Judge Goodman. Yeah. But now we have the Council of Five that we're seeing more of. Right. But it's which it, shows that Judge Goodman was more independent, and these guys are more of a council. Mm-hmm. Also, because it's five different personalities, we get a lot of different takes on the same thing, which right. is interesting. I, I like it a lot more. It creates a lot more interesting um, dichotomy and a different different opinions and perspectives. Who was the name of the villain judge in the council in the, in the so Stallone movie? Oh, it might have been... No, it, it wasn't Griffin. It was... It, I'll, I'll pull it up. It, I feel like it was a reference to another one's name. From, I forget what it was. Was uh, it Griffin or Pepper? or uh, Stallone... Judge... Because the guy who's like, I want, uh, you know, he's like, because he secretly free Rico, and he's like, do more crime, so can increase the power that the judge... Chief, the judges- uh, so Chief Justice Fargo in the movie is the good one. Yeah, it's the good the one. The evil one is Judge Griffin. It is Griffin! It is Griffin, you yeah. You had it! Yeah, I was right on it, too. Uh yeah. I mean, that's what I just did. When I had something right, and he's just like, no, that can't be right. That can't be right, and that totally is it. That's exactly it. Um... Okay, so yeah, I just want to mention that the, the council is getting a lot of screen time. And isn't? I like it. And we just lost our deputy. Yeah. I don't know Which who means our next... A... There's got to be another deputy, right? Did I have to elect the one? It might be one of the other ones. I hope it's not crazy little Maurice, because that guy's kind of useless. Oh. I could see it being Magruder. If it's Quimby, that makes for interesting tension between Judge oh. Dredd and him, because Dredd and him don't get along. That's true. So, I don't know. It's interesting. Maybe we'll find out sometime soon. Yeah. Um, holy hell, though. PK, looking back on this fucking comic, we have had so many stupid game shows on this podcast. At least three. But this is up there. Can you think of the three that we've had? We've had You Bet Your Life. Yep. We've had uh, Anything to Confess. Uh, any Confessions. Any this Confessions. One? And, oh my god. Uh, the game, the, the, the miserable one. Uh, uh, Who was on it? Joe Slump. Close. Close. Auto uh, Slump. Auto, auto Sump. There you go. Auto Sump. Yep. That he was on what? The name of the show was called, the name of the show was, I could remember as good things. Sob Story. Hey, you got it. Sob Story. So, I could remember useful. What's no, my mom's birthday? It's fine. It's fine. You got it though. It's good. And it's, 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 it's an okay. I am sitting here with my head in my hand. It's fine. Because I know this. You March this. 23rd. 3rd. March 23rd is my mother's Oh, not bad, not bad. Mom, if you're listening, I hope that I'm right. Pretty close to me. Pretty close to me. It's um, late March. The, also, we've had on this show, we've also had the quiz show that Walter appears on oh with, my the, with Hitler, remember? Yeah. Um, that was a the thing. Uh, there's do. probably more that I've forgotten of at this point. Because in time. entertainment is a is a fad. It's a, a distinct part. It's a fad, of course, but it's a distinct part of cyberpunk. Yes. And and especially fad entertainment shows. Remember that one quest in the Cyberpunk 2077 video game with that guy who was like on death row and and crucified himself? Did you do this quest line? I don't think I did. Holy shit. Crucified himself and filmed it. Whoa. I don't know about that. That's fucked up. Yeah. I... Fucked up entertainment is a part of the cyberpunk genre. Yeah. That is pretty... That's. It reminds me of a movie. I don't remember what the movie was called, but it was a, a serial killer movie where the serial killer was, like, live-streaming his murders, and the more people who tuned in, the quicker the murder happened kind of thing. Right. So people were contributing to it, and there was no way of taking it down for some reason. Okay. I, I don't remember what it was called, but I remember it, like, for every... Every viewer came in, like, a drop of acid would come into a tank, and, and this guy was in a tank of water, and it was slowly becoming more acidic as thousands of people tuned in. Shit. And, yeah, it was really fucked up. I don't remember what the name of the movie was, but... It, i'm not gonna google it but i'm just and you, know, you look at all the billboards and, and night city it's like like beach milf. And oh god the guy the guy taking the huge shit and eating a big burrito <laughs> it's just <laughs> He's fucked taking up taking a shit and eating a burrito yeah it's just fucked up entertainment is That's cyberpunk so weird i love it though and i think did judge dread invent that you know uh well here's the thing i know that the cyberpunk genre Predates Judge Dredd. It does predate Judge Dread, but not by of, much. Not much, because it's we've talked about this before when we first started the podcast. That Judge Dredd is one of the founding core, like pillars of it. As is Do Androids Dream of Electric, Electric Sheep, Sheep? Caves by of Steel. K. Dick. Uh, oh yeah, Isaac Asimov. Isaac obviously. Asimov. Uh, he though he is more science fiction. Yeah, he is more sci-fi. And then uh, with robots, uh, and the such. other one is uh, that I've read that I have. Um, was uh, Neuromancer by Mercer, which was based off uh, Blade Mercer. Runner was based off of, which is what Blade Runner. Is, no, that was what uh, Blade Runner is based off of. Do of Energy Electric Shield. Oh, you're right. Matrix was Matrix inspired, inspired by okay. Neuromancer. I love Blade Runner. I love both those movies so much. I, I've saw some clips recently of 2049, Blade Runner 2049. It's so good. I dude. have got to watch that fucking movie. I It looks so been, good. I have, I've been contemplating writing a paper for the first time since college about the difference between Blade Runner and Blade Runner 2049. Dude, we could honestly watch them for a very special, uh... Um, I would love to do that because I have some ideas about the difference between K and V and what they mean to the story. Anyway. It'd be interesting. No, I would love to do that for a very special episode if we watch both the movies and talk about the differences between the two of them for, an epi- for a very special episode. Because Blade That'd Runner ended cool. an amazing speech that everyone remembers. You know, um, I've seen things. Tears in the rain. Yeah. yeah. Time to die. Yeah. But in 2049 into just a... No, uh, uh, Don't spoil it I'm not going to spoil it, but I just appreciate it. a very pregnant pause. Okay, I like that. <clears throat> I, um, the complete opposite of what the first movie ended with. I know that the guy who made uh, 2049, later on 2049, uh, he's done some really impressive stuff, and I forget what his, he did what his some name is. Stuff from the Dune movie did he directed. Yeah, it? I think he did Dune. It's Dune. Like, he does amazing, a beautifully directed movie. Amazing direction and, and cinematography yeah. is like his big thing. That scene of, of of V on the stairs. It's practically every every shot is like poster work. Every scene a painting. I, yeah, I love that fucking. I lo- I miss that channel so. Fucking they did what much. they wanted to do, and I'm and I'm glad that they they did it. And I yeah. miss them. Yep. But Tony, we miss you. We love yeah. you. Uh, you want to come on our show? Jesus Christ, if you're here list. But um, it's one of those things. Like I think he mentions. Like I think so. I've heard the review of like this director directs as though. Uh, and I want to pull up the name of the director because I'm gonna I'm yeah. Gonna, uh, Blade Runner two thousand and forty nine director pulling it up right now. Sorry. Don't worry about it. I don't. I can't even remember the name of the show. 2017, Shameworth. wow. Uh, yeah. It is directed... Come on, two years after Dread. Dennis Villeneuve? Yeah. Vill- I, fr- I knew it was a French name. Villeneuve. Um, he is... Uh, someone mentioned that like, he directs it in such a way as like, what if we made this shot the most beautiful shot in the movie? And then he does that for every single shot. <laughs> yeah. It's like, wow, yeah, uh, yeah. The fucking... The wooden room. Yeah. Uh, he's With Jared Leto. He's done also some something stuff. was my second favorite Jared Leto role of all time after uh, uh, Dallas club. Fires Club. Oh. My was, club, it was interesting. It didn't really he didn't really much. do much. Um, Gotta finish this prog. Yeah, we're, we're not got, done this Yeah, we still have a prog left to do, Andy. Um, the death count for this prog. Brutus and Ivy Lupin are shot out of the sky by Dredge shortly after shooting Ooh, Judge it's Pepper to death. Man, we have had him since the Day the Law Died arc. Uh, first introduced in prog 92. He died the most common death in Mega City 1. Dramatic irony. Ironically, man. He voted, no, "No, I don't think we should cancel the show. Dead. Immediately. They were gonna be on the show! Yep. He's dying with, I changed my vote! That's his last words. His last words are, I would like to change my vote. (laughs) Tell my wife I said goodbye. Or or is it hello? I forget what the neutralites say. I I thought it was goodbye, but I could be wrong. I think it's even dumber than goodbye. Dude, is there anything else you want to talk about for uh, this Prog two hundred and one? Any confessions, DK? It's pretty cut and dry. I, oh god! Pretty fun little bubble. Blah, blah, blah. I liked it more than my favorite game show episode. Same. Although you bet your life, close up there. second. Pretty up there. I, I got a feeling. I think that there. I I, I looked up game shows Judge Dread to see how many we've read at this point. Right. I couldn't find that. But what came up was another different game show you and i have yet to see like i said fuck up entertainment is a part of the cyber cyberpunk genre and the name of the game show is the game show show okay (laughs) and well we we have yet to get there yet and it's like we have more of these i can't wait i can't wait why the fuck not it's gonna be great you know um in fact i remember in the newer Judge Dredd that there was like a best killings of the week or That's something like right, that. That's right, on the that? news. Yeah. Sensationalist news. Is, there, is there a cyberpunk thing? It's still, Genre. It's still in there. I love it. I fucking love it. All right. Let's go to our next one. So, PK, our last prog is prog 202, Lawmaster on the Loose. When a lawmaster goes haywire. Don't turn that page yet. Okay. Date is March 7th, 1981, when <clears throat> this was released. Script is by T. B. Grover, John and, Wagner, um, Alan Grant. Um, Artist is Ron Smith. Letters by Tom Frame. P. K. Important question for you before we begin. Are law masters robots? Are law masters robots? P. K. No. Like I said, I think it's BI, a virtual intelligence that can follow program, follow programming. Okay. That can do a, uh, a certain set of responses, which is A. I. Which continues to grow and think. Remember, we have seen a law master quip before while murdering men. <laughs> no, I'm still saying no. Still saying no. All right, PK, know that I am coming back to circle back to that question at the no. very end of this prog. Okay? okay, maybe we'll so, I'll change my opinion. Maybe we'll see if it's changed or not. Uh, but despite you, I'm not going to. Well, no, no, because I mean this—that's what this entire prog is about. So maybe we'll look. Maybe your law will change skyways skyway i like it I'll, I'll buy it for a dollar open the turn the page pk what's happening go for the narration <laughs> <laughs> uh, go for the narration up here pk it's really hard to read if you want me to read it it's like a bunch of gobbledygook the lawmaster is used by Mega City judges is a powerful bike not merely powerful with its yeah. sinetron gk13 audio computer and Notron 4000 cc Engine and Cyclops Phylon TX Laser Cannon. It is, it is uh, one of the most deadly fighting bikes <laughs> you almost ever made, made ever, devised. ever devised. So one of the, one of the de- most, deadly fighting bikes ever devised. One of the most of many fighting bikes. Uh, well, they we don't they, they have Q they what Q bikes? Q we bikes know, were on the uh, we know that there the are killdozer. different kinds. Okay, so keep going for the narration. <clears> upper, <throat> upper, uh, middle, right. That's why when a lawmaster goes haywire, all hell breaks loose. PK, what is happening? Uh, the fucking. the fucking. uh. <laughs> Minutemen from Watchmen. Yeah. Are running from a lawmaster that's sh- shooting them down and killing them. Th- we have fucking. uh. Dollar Bill? I don't know. Dollar Bill? The hood. The, the, the black hood? Yeah. It's. there are three men who are dressed inexplicably weird. Spandex superhero suits and with masks like Domino masks and shit with their yeah. hair out. Well, not Domino masks. That's going to cover the eyes. Like so the opposite, it's, the, like opposite Domino masks. Yeah, you're right. You're right. But it's like it's the weirdest fucking thing. It's so yeah. What are these guys, PK? What are they doing? What are, what's their vigilantes? Crime? They're vigilantes. Okay, all right. I'll buy that for a dollar. Um. Another good cyberpunk movie. This lawmaster has a bullet hole in its screen. You can see that, right? Uh, and it is saying to the to the uh, to the perps as it is firing and blowing it has them apart. A huge front wheel, that yeah. wide as hell. Oh yeah, it is blowing these men apart with it its is. butt cannons, though. Attacking a lawmaster is illegal, citizens. The sentence is death. Hey, life is a crime. <laughs> the sentence is <laughs> death. death. So PK, now can't wait for that. We have a Judge Gorman, Gorman who is on the road. He's bleeding from the shoulder. He's got his little walkie-talkie out, and he is calling, uh, calling the uh, you know squad. your dispatch. Yeah. There is a Muntz shop in the background. High quality Muntz. High quality Muntz. The fuck is Muntz? Well, PK, let's find out. Gorman is saying, if you would please, Gorman to control shot by Muntz. <laughs> <laughs> What was Shot that? by Munch Raiders! <laughs> Julian Beam Boulevard! Bike out of control! Mowing down burps! Must have taken a lucky hit in the computer! And we see that, yeah, it's the same image, but from the opposite side of like this lawmaster gunning down these guys. Strom! Strom! It's coming for me! Uh, and the bike is saying as it's dri- it's turned around and driving towards its owner. Bleeding on the public highway is an offense against the Litter Act, and it fucking unloads on the on Judge Gorman. <laughs> the sentence is six months, but it doesn't sentence in yes, six it months. It kills him. It kills him. <laughs> and dispatch, there's a judge, uh, Judge Jones judge is on dispatch. Jones. He's a handsome man. Uh, he's got a, like a blonde nine to five part. and He's saying, it got high cheekbones." Oh yeah, Gorman's lawmaster does not does not respond to computer cutout signal. And sure enough, Drudge Dreads on the walkie talkie as he hears it come through his, uh, an alarm come through his head uh, headphones. Go for it. Uh, attention all units, Lawmaster LK114 7, out of control, Region Julian Bream Boulevard. Bream, not Bream. Dread here, on the way. So, PK, we have an outer control Lawmaster. The fuck is Bunce? <laughs> PK? Do you think we're ever gonna know? No, I don't think we are. Uh, it's a great guess, is it like okay. a, Is it like a cosplay? Oh, you know what? I'll, I'll even, I didn't think to Google this because I thought it was just, just gobbledygook. What's a month's Raider? Um, Munt's Definition. Uh, wow. Nope, it's just a name. Okay. Urban, N- Urban Dictionary? No. No, no. that's like, you know. I'm gonna do months Eating someone's dread. shit while you swallow their balls. Okay, okay, here we go. Months, a foodstuff eaten in Mega City One. So it is okay. foodstuff. I wonder if it's Why like, are they rating foods? maybe because they're hungry. Wow, a2080 forum is what is months? And uh, someone says it's made up, it's Q-U-O-R-N, corn. <laughs> Like, come on, guys. It's gotta be like, it's gotta be like that, that nasty stuff from The Matrix. Like, so all your daily vitamins and minerals, and it's like that white slop. Wikipedia. So, months is protein-rich fungus made into a meat shape. There we go. Veritable, versatile meat substitute. Okay. So, it is that nasty stuff from The Matrix. Meat Raiders. It's the shloop, the gloop, right? Big old bowl of snot. Still, why are they dressed like fucking 1960s X-Men? That's a great question, EK. The raiders. They're, that's, what they're, they're, that's their raiding gear. They got. They're, they're bored. They're bored. They want to barbecue up some months. and they gotta steal it instead. I uh, yeah, that's the that's the catch. Prague 118 in my brain forever. Um. So go for the narration upper left tip here. PK. The rogue lawmaster carries an automatic priority one raiding on all drifts in the area. Must respond as uh, it is still gunning down and running over civilians and the months raiders, saying. Loitering with, with possible intent. Sentence three months probation. It is not giving them probation. It is, in fact, gunning, gunning them people down. down. Probation. Uh Now we see the... Prohibition. Ju- Prohibition. We see a couple of judges on a walkway overlooking the Julian Breen Boulevard. That's a, like, weirdly... Firing their guns above their head. Yeah, they're not. They're aiming kind of weird. I don't get how that. It's almost like you're aiming over a wall, but the wall is like oh, knee it's high. It's up to your knees. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know. Um, it's just funny looking. It's a comic book. It's funny. Yeah, and they're shooting down at the Lawmaster bike. Uh, as I can't tell if it's Judge Dredd. I, I think it is Judge dread. dread. It's Dredd. Lawmaster LK one one four seven, sighted Bream Square, engaging Green. now. Bream. What was fuck's name of? It, it was uh julian bream julian bream i don't yes. know who that is we're gonna find out okay. uh go for the narration. i know the next I'm one pretty, are you, i uh, got you i got you law masters bear extensive 12 mm, 12 millimeter armor plating their firelock all weather tires uk spelling. are bulletproof yep. only an accurate shot or a lucky one can damage them as the uh the bike turns towards this overhead suspended walkway and says <clears throat> law masters elevating lawbreakers elevating bike lawbreakers elevating bike cannon as the the bike cannons aim up judges unfortunately are only flesh and blood i don't think any of those guys are judged. True. none of those guys were judged right because they, they get all fucking, three are dead they get gunned the fuck down as the bike is saying conspiracy to damage justice department property two years penal servitude they are not doing penal Fennel. servitude they are uh Penis. it's penal servitude Penile. Get it out. Get it out. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, Jesus. Uh, Meanwhile, the bike we didn't mention is, like, surrounded in a crowd of dense people, and people are scattering. Like, roaches, basically. As Dread, here Dread comes roaring up along with a team of judges all on Lawmaster bikes. Go for it, PK. There it is, Dread. Can't shoot too many citizens. Can't shoot too many citizens. Oh, okay. Can't shoot. I misread. Yeah, that's... (laughs) You gotta... I the hyphen th- in there really changes that. <laughs> I thought, like, why were they warning him not just go, No! no Dred, don't kill too many people. I'll uh, kill them all. I'm gonna kill who I want. <laughs> I'm the law, if you don't know. Okay, um, there it is, Dred. Can't shoot. Too many citizens. Then round it up, Dread says. And uh, the lawmaster, the rogue lawmaster, is just still driving and shooting people as people... Ah! Uh, <laughs> He's turning a guy down. And uh, the lawmaster says... Lawbreaker's in force. Taking avoiding action. Taking avoiding action. Yep. I'm letting you over the... City, warning this time, citizen, as it runs <laughs> it down. Keep clear of its line of fire, Dredd yells out over the speaker. And the the bike fires on the support beams, beams. of a bridge. That walkway. That the, overhead the guys walkway. Like firing way above their head. On. Uh, the judge's butt... Uh, you get to read this guy, PK. Read this line. You can give it whatever voice mm. you want. The judge's bike has gone loco. Now it's ready to walk over. That's exactly what it is, PK. Well done. Uh, and it, okay, we'll judge Chico, Chico and, and Che. Wow. Yeah. You had that prepared. I, PK. I think about them and Judge Diablo every day. PK, All the Latina judges. I. We haven't had many. Um, <laughs> I would say Lopez is one as well. But Chico and Che survived. Yeah. Um, one on of the, the few. One of the still few. Still on the moon. Still on the moon up there. But. uh... P.K., if you didn't think that I wasn't going to reference Chico and Shay with that line, then you don't know me well enough. Obviously, we're going there. Um, but the, the support pillars are blowing up. Ba-doom! Um, as the lawmaster says, Walking on a public walkover remains... <laughs> what? <laughs> Keep, going. Keep going. Walking on a public walkover Remanded for remanded. Se- remanded for psychiatric reports. <laughs> the pillars are crumbling as people go crashing down. Judges in their bikes screech up, oh! crash as it comes crashing remanded down. Remanded for psychiatric reports. Walking <laughs> on a public walkover. That it, makes you crazy. It, the 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 computer is fucked, right? Yeah. Obviously. Um, Judge Dredd, though decides to use the the broken down thing as a ramp and rides up it. The road is the—it's uh, blocked. The road, full power. As he does his favorite fucking thing, uh, he hasn't do it yet. He has to jump he has off to the jump bike. His bike. He yeah. jumps the bike and he lands into the courtyard, chasing after the lo- rogue lawmaster. Stop in the name of the law! As the the rogue lawmaster is now going towards the Transmeg monorail. Transmeg? Yeah. The. Does that mean Meg City One, Texas? Meg- uh, I, I think they would be trans country or okay. trans. Okay, uh, so this is like trans sections in Megacity. I, I think it's sections within Megacity. Okay. Um, Dread thinking, no response. It's heading for the monorail. Monorail. I don't know that one, Simpsons. Oh, gotcha. I, I haven't have- watched nearly enough Simpsons. a the Marge the Monorail, Marge, is, the monorail. is a great episode. I gotta check this out. Marge versus the Monorail. Yeah, yeah. All right, all right. So the the the. Bike, the, the rogue law master is now in, like, the terminal, of the, the platform, and is gunning down people. Getting on off its, the monorail. Getting off the monorail. It's heading towards the monorail. We see a poster for a laser light show in the mm. background. It says, drink more bilk. Oh my god, I did not even fucking see that. That's all I can see. Drink more, how did I miss drink more bilk? I'm writing it down. Bilk. B-I-L-K. What the fuck is bilk? um black milk i don't know <laughs> but the lawmaster is saying to the crowd clear the way this official business Ah, look out um it is shooting a woman inside the monorail oh she's a cutie too and it gets uh, i mean it's always sadder when pretty people die we've learned this right no i mean we just don't see many cute women in this show i would say always we see we've for the we've been seeing a lot more we have been seeing a lot more different differently drawn people and yeah. remember ever since auto sump I would say. People have gotten like more varied on the ugly scale, but we'll see. Um, it is now in a crowded monorail, the doors close, Sheep. and uh it says to the crowd What have we here? More lawbreakers for the look of you. What the heck? And PK, what is happening in this next panel? <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, yeah, you see windows exploding and bullets flying outward, and dead bodies everywhere. As Dread comes down onto the platform, still riding his lawmaster, and you hear from inside of the, the monorail, "All must be punished!" Ah, blam, 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 bang! It's caught the ten thirty four for Mega Mega South. Okay, so South Mega City. Yeah, so it is. In seconds of Mega City 1. Yep. Not between Mega City 1, Texas City, and Mega City 2. Dread jumps his lawmaster bike as the train is monorail is pulling out of the platform. He jumps his lawmaster bike onto the rail. It's up to you now, bike, as his bike responds. I will not betray one of my own. No. <laughs> what does it say? <laughs> Can do, Judge Dread. As uh more gunshots are coming from inside of the goddamn monorail, and Dread is like chasing after it, and then PK. He does his favorite. Fucking Thing, which is jumping off his lawmaster. As his lawmaster bike goes plummeting off the edge of the monorail, I'm there as he grabs onto a, ha- a convenient place handlebar on the back. The law his lawmaster says, Tin fourth, this is lawmaster, signing off." <laughs> as it plummets to its probably death, yeah. honestly, um, so it just sacrificed itself for Judge Dredd. Two lawmasters are gonna die today. We're gonna find out. Um, Dredd is hopping in a busted up window. DROK, WHAT CARNAGE! As he's looking down, it is... Dead bodies. There's a guy with a bullet hole in his head? There's a woman with With blood on her face. Yeah. And, uh, the bike is saying... You again, lawbreaker. And the cannons swivel around. Interfering with a lawmaster in the execution of its duty is a serious offense. Sentence! 20 years! You've got it wrong! I am the law. As dread draws and fires his lawmaster, the bullets of the bike canning whizzing over his shoulders. As we get a little flashback in this narration, go for it. PK. Imagine like the floating head of whoever said, wh- judge, whatever judge said this is only an accurate shot or a lucky one can disable a lawmaster. Dread shot is accurate. Fuel tank. Oh no, you dread. Fuel tank. High explosive. As he hits the fuel tank of the rogue lawmaster, and we turn the page, what happens, BK? Ba-doom! Uh, the monorail first card explodes. Yup. And... It comes to a screeching halt as the tracks go flying everywhere. Yup. And, uh, there's a guy and a dangling off the monorail, and there are bodies riddled with bullets and blood. This is another very violent... Frog, right? Yeah. Uh, this this man is hanging there, and he says to Judge Dread, "You, you did it. You're a brave man, Judge Dread." And now Judge Dredd is looking down at all these broken, mangled As bodies at like, his guy to his ankle, yeah, really helping him up, but it's not like stopping get him. Off me. Yeah. And so, what's the guy say to him? What would we do without judges like you to protect us? <laughs> Ironic. Next, be here next, Prague. That's an order, citizen, says Tharg. Don't look, don't I, look, you I, bastard. I looked. Don't look. We got some punk stuff coming up. PK, let's talk about Prague 202. Lawmaster on the loose, all right? Settings and places Megacity 1 Monorail, Megacity 1 uh, Bream Block. Julian Bream Boulevard. Julian um, Bream. Julian Alexander Bream was an English classical guitarist and lutinist. Uh, regarded as one of the most distinguished classical guitarists of the 20th century, he played a significant role in improving the public perception of the classical guitar as a respectable instrument. Over the course of a career that spanned more than half a century, Bream helped revive interest in the lute as well. Okay. Uh, but yes, we also have the Mega One one, Transmeg Monorail as well. But characters, we have Judge Gorman, whose bike goes haywire from a lucky shot on the computer. Right. Which seems like a very serious flaw. Um, it would be if we'd heard about it it's happening more it's, 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 I guess the it's month time The first time it's happened And they're also like you know heavily armored like they said We have Judge Jones who works with Dispatch We have the Months Raiders Guys just stealing me PK, if I didn't look up Months, I would have no idea Yeah I, But I don't, I have Having substitute. looked it up, I even have more questions That honestly. just raises further questions <laughs> <laughs> It really does, honestly um, That's a little Futurama joke. I, I, I forget what that... Ref- um, what, what reference is that to? So, they were in underwater in yep. Atlantica, uh-huh. which was Atlanta after it flooded, mm-hmm. and the coke were, uh, factory made everything evolve very fast with everyone in the mermaids. Oh, yeah, yeah. And, um, <laughs> Zoidberg had built a house out of a shell, Yeah. it caught on fire, even though being underwater, <laughs> and burnt down, and... I love Zoidberg. And, and Herbie's just like, Doc, when that happened, that doesn't make any sense. And, and, and Binder there Walker goes, there's where I left my cigar. And so I'm smoking, smoking water. And Herbie just goes, that just raises further questions. And they never address it. No, nope. They cut immediately, right? Yeah. I, I love that shit. They, they do so, that, that show, I love that show so much. one of the best. One I think of, it's only one of the few shows I've watched all the way through twice. It's, very good. It's very, very good. That just raises further questions. <laughs> um, knowing Hermes, it's probably even less dramatic than that, honestly. Right. Um, uh, lo- we also, character, Lawmaster LK114-7 goes on a rampage. Yeah. I'm counting as a character. Yeah. Um, items, technology, know We got a lot. Lawmasters, we learn, are one of the de- most deadly fighting bikes ever devised, and they come equipped with Cinetron GK3 audio computers. Okay. Not- Tron 4000cc engine. Yeah, very powerful. 4000cc is very powerful. That's words. I mean, I've played Mario Kart, and like the highest it goes is to 150cc. So. And it's Mario Kart, so it's like... And they're a fucking racing on a rainbow road. That's really adjacent to reality. Than, they are faster than... than light. Than <laughs> yeah, FTL man. In that's tech. <coughs> I love it. I Let's let's make that cannon. They have Cyclops Phylon TX laser cannons. Okay, that's just a very powerful cannon. I mean, just, we saw how powerful it was. We're just putting it sciencey made words. Rich, yeah, sciencey words. Uh, Twelve mm armor plating, firelock, all weather tires that are bulletproof. We know they can be shut down by the judges via a cutout signal, unless the computer is damaged. Right. And that rogue lawmasters carry a priority one rating and all judges in the area must respond Yeah, because it's a fucking berserk machine. It's like a tank Maybe going a rogue, robot. basically. Maybe But no. Let's talk about it when we get there. Okay. Terrible slang, made up words, judge, dread one-liners. Uh, judge's bike's gone loco! I- judge's bike's gone loco! <laughs> I'm fucking, it's not, it's not crippling a robo-chair. <laughs> But it's up there, I would say. <laughs> Crippled a <laughs> robo chair, may live Neo, in the this me. is loco. He's loco, man. Uh, fucking get out of me head! Get out of me head! <laughs> no, fucking love no, Smiling no! I'm no, sorry, you guys. Get out of my head! Get out! Get <laughs> out of me head! Fucking that that makes no sense. <laughs> that if you guys haven't watched Smiling Friends, watch Smiling Friends. That is Lyle Wrath. And, uh, uh, Psychic Pebbles is, is DJ Spitz. I fucking love it so much. It's well, I got so this a really weird. funny YouTube show. Uh, I can't remember what it was called, but he just does pre-game, pre-game discharge. It's hilarious. Oh my god. Um, other line. Uh, 10-4, this is Lawmaster signing off as it plummets to its fucking death. That was pretty cool. I ran to Metal Gear Solid 5 again. Uh... <laughs> Where this is part where spoiler alert, you have to kill a bunch of your old men because old men, yeah. they have a disease. Yeah, and they all just start saluting at you and humming like the theme song. Oh, wow! And it's fucking rough to wow. gun them down. And they they let you do it. Yeah. Kind of thing. Oh, that's fucked up. And they're like humming and singing the theme song from the previous game. Okay, there's uh, I I recently beat Last of Us Two, and there was the, it reminds you of talking about diseases, right? There was a part in where you're going through a boat as another character. And you find uh, the boats. The boat was, like, it had left from a harbor on outbreak day. Right. And they didn't know what it was yet. And people were starting to turn. And the captain was like, this doctor wants to kill everyone in the med bay who's sick. Right. And I will not let it happen. And then, like, you find him with a gun in his mouth. His skeleton, and it's like, I should have listened to I should have just killed all these women and children and shit. Oh my god. That's a fucked up game. The environmental storytelling in Last Episode and Last Episode 2 is top tier. I I really like that game. It's not. It does environmental environmental storytelling that Fallout 4 could have done. Oh, yeah. That Fallout 3 and New Vegas kind of did better. I, I can't compare, again. we okay. talk about this a lot, I know. Um, I also, we get an I Am The Law this episode. We do! Haven't had that I one follow, in a while. Not fall by, and you better believe it. Because uh, they dropped that. Yeah, they dropped that pretty quickly. Yeah. I want to say that we didn't get a, a you better believe it after like the first 20 or less prongs. Right, they, I think you're right about that. I think that. the I Am The Law stuck around, obviously. I mean, it was it made it to almost, it made it to both Judge Dread movies. Yeah, so. it did. But you better believe it was a way. It was like, why does he have two catchphrases at the same time? Like, he would say them separately and always together. And I swear it was like less than five times it happened. So, yeah. But we, I remember us both being like, that doesn't that's, roll that's off the tongue clumsy. Very well. It's very clumsy. But, I'm but glad. I am the law. Perfect. 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 Four perfect words. I love it. Um, Fits the character so well. Uh, and then we have drink more beer. Bilk. Drink more bilk. It's okay. It's good for the environment. Okay for ah, you. It's another Simpsons joke. What's that? Uh-huh. Man, why are my bones so brittle? I drink plenty of MULK. <laughs> <laughs> he looks at the bottom. it milk. is like, now the extra vitamin R. Oh, no. <laughs> I drink plenty of MULK. Is, yeah. that, is that Homer or who is Bart, that? Bart at oh, the school. That's why fu- are my bones so brittle? I drink plenty of MULK. <laughs> he Never thought to look at it, right? <laughs> right. That's fucked up. That's all it is.
1: <laughs> That's a the good
0: show. Whitest kids, you know, bit where it was like the like. Can I have a glass of milk? Milk. Oh you, yeah. You mean he's bulk? saying <laughs> <You> milk. <mean bulk? laughs> it's like you mean you mul- God you milk. Oh guys are saying the same you thing. are saying the same thing. <laughs> and then we kill ourselves, all of us. <laughs> <laughs> it's <laughs> it's, like, it's too book. dark as he's putting a cat <laughs> into an oven. Super fucked up show. Love oh, those guys. Yeah. We miss you, Trevor. Um, oh yeah. World building. Uh, the renegade lawmaster makes some decrees about its now warped views of the law. Right. None of which I'm going to assume are true. Because... It, this seems like the sentences for the crime might be true, except for later on, where it's like, don't that's walk fine. on a walkway. It gets it gets crazier as time goes on, which right. tells me that's probably not accurate, but there's still... And you, you'll, you'll hear me out here, right? Okay. So the first one it gives, and I list these off. Attacking a lawmaster is illegal, carries a sentence of death. That kind of fits with, like... To attacking a judge is that right? Right. So maybe it thinks it's a judge. Um. It also accused Judge Gorman of bleeding illegally on the highway as uh, a violation of uh, the Litter Act, which we know to be a thing thanks to Prague 19, which is Muggers Moon. Yep. Though the sentence given is different. I went back and looked. Wow. But maybe that's because it was on a walkway and not wow. a highway, or maybe it's been 181 Prague since then. Yeah, and no one remembers except for problem. us. Right? Yeah. Right. Who gives a shit? Uh, loitering with possible intent? Intent to what? Committing. Okay, so that's a real world thing. Loitering with intent? Well, they can just... From what I understand, (laughs) I could be very wrong and police differ from state to state, even city to city, Mm -hmm. even county to county. Yeah. They can count intent as a reason for a lot of things, including searching your vehicle. Okay. Reasonable intent, reasonable suspicion. Intent to commit a crime, Yeah, basically. Okay. We know that... It ha- or It says it has a sentence of three years probation. Uh, we also... have Conspiracy or to... Or prohibition, if you're dumb like me. No, yeah, you can't read. I'm kidding you. Uh, <laughs> conspiracy to damage Justice Department property requires two years of penal servitude. We've seen that se- give it we sentence. We have seen before. that. Only on the moon, though. But how is... No, no, we've seen it here. We, we have seen it here. Remember, there was the, the guy... Who went futsy and started oh, shooting people? That's right. And like he wanted, uh, he wanted penal servitude, and, and he didn't have any jobs. It was Prague 118. It was Prague 118 about uh, uh, about the, uh, unemployment. Yes, that was it. Oh my god, it was actually Prague 118. Believe it or not. Um, yeah, uh, that was the caretaker went futsy, and he, that's right. he was sentenced to penal servitude, and he was thankful for it. So, but how is this different than attacking a lawmaster? Conspiracy to damage justice, proper department property that's where i'm like it's kind of it, the same yeah, thing it's, it's, so now i'm thinking it's crazy right probably none of this is reliable probably walking on a public walkover remanded for psychiatric reports yeah all this is bogus that's yeah that's, real. that's definitely at the end of its life going insane interfering that's with- like when uh uh hal was singing daisy bell oh i love it so much i gotta watch that i've never seen that movie but oh, i've gotta watch it i really need to it's really good i've i've heard so many good things about it i really need to like I don't know. It's just creepy and weird. It's good. It's one of those movies that if you know everything about it already, I would still say watch it. It's, it has a place in history, right? Yeah. I, I completely understand. But it's that. one of those movies that everyone seems to know all about. Yeah. That's why um, when it comes to, to like, for example, uh, my fiance Dominique had never seen or knew anything about The Matrix. Ah! And I got her to watch the first what one. What is The Matrix Neo? Control. And she was just like, she was like, "Okay, this is kind of weird, you know, action-y '90s stuff," and then the whole like the curtain comes back, and she's like, "What the fuck?" And I'm like, "Yeah, it's gonna get weird." Yeah, I loved that movie. Love that movie. That's Matrix the most '90s movie I can think of. Yeah, that's like such a '90s movie. It's for me. It's like more early 2000s. Is it a 2000s? Movie? I think it might be like 2000. You're you're probably right. When did the first Matrix come out? Uh, Matrix. Uh, Nin- I'm pulling it up right now. I think now. it was 2000. Cinematography, language release dates, 1999. Ha! Okay! It was in late March. Oh, so, wow. Yeah. So, uh, got it, motherfucker. Still the 90s. Uh, yeah. No, it's close enough. It's, it's like a, it's like less than a year. So I, I think we both win on that one. Okay. Um, but still, I think epitome of the 90s. Um, or aesthetic at least. Interfering with a lawmaster in its execution of duty. 20 years. Is said to judge Dredd specifically. 20 years is typically the like if you betray the law, you right? Go to Titan for 20 years. 20 year, yeah. Oh, so it so knows the judge's uh personal maybe, maybe I that's what makes me think like maybe some of this is true or not, but I can't we can't trust it, right. We can't rely on it. Um, it oh, could just be gibberish and we're all de- deep diving, yeah, most likely. Uh, we also see an advertisement for a laser light show on the monorail platform. I like so. the laser light show. I've been to the Planetarium, watched the laser light show. I listened to Queen. It was pretty cool. I have never seen a laser light. Me I have had mom. the opportunity to. I've never done it. Me and my mom went. It was really fun. Um, they they usually have one in uh, Cheeseburger and Caseful uh, ah. Fest in Michigan. Uh, and I've never I've never been to see it. I thought like, about doing an Edible first, but then I noticed I had to drive. And, oh, yeah. That'd be fair. That'd be a fun one to do on Edible. Holy shit. Um, also... I love the irony of Judge Dredd killing a Justice Department lawmaster which was killing citizens and being surrounded by the bodies that wouldn't exist if the judges didn't have the military guy going, weapons. What would we- That's I love Thanking him for blowing up the train he what was on would killing we do everybody. without you judges? Like man this fucking comic. I wonder if, like, if that's going through Judge Dread's mind. Mood whiplash, dude. Yeah. Mood whiplash. Mood whiplash. I I remember. I, dude, I'm, co- I'm not coining that, but, but I have, like, logged that in my brain for this comic. Because, god damn, you get a lot of that in Judge Dread. Yeah. It's insane. It, a lot of it in Dark Humor, but more so in Judge Dredd. And, but even, it's like dark humor juxtaposed with really serious tone. Yeah. But it's not... Typical dark humor, like it's not typical gallows humor. It's not even really that funny in a way. I don't right. know. Right. But the th- question I have for you, PK, are law masters robots? I still say no. It's a malfunctioning machine. I might be on the opposite arg- uh, end of the argument at this point. It had a very powerful computer, but that does not make it a robot with an AI. It can equip, it dude. A, it makes it a machine that follows orders. It- and quipped. those equipped. It is It's a machine that follows orders, which does not make it a robot. Hmm. I mean, robots, by, uh, robots are machines that follow orders. But they are given intelli- artificial intelligence to, to do more... <sighs> <laughs> Have you heard of the human computer? No. Okay. It was this thing I studied in a class one time. I don't remember where. But a man is in a, a language he doesn't understand. He's, given a, a, he's in a room, mm-hmm. completely featureless, and a, and a, with a little a little opening in the wall, the man slides in a tab. Okay. And he slides, and the man knows to slide out an orange tab when he gets a blue tab. Okay. Or a yellow tab when he gets a purple tab. Okay. Is that a computer? Is that a machine? Is he a machine? Or yeah. is, is the wall a machine? Or is, is he a machine? I don't see why he's a living being. He's falling worse like a machine would. Yeah. But that doesn't, I don't think he's, that's... That's the only thing he does. I mean, he has to eat. Yeah. He has a heartbeat. Yeah. <laughs> He uh, he has a functioning brainstem. He will die of old age. But is he functionally a machine? You're you're asking more. The real question is: Is he alive? Yes. Which is not the same as if it's a robot or not. <laughs> if you, if all you can do is follow orders that does, and you have intelligence, but do not act upon it, but rather follow the exact Ooh, orders. I think I see where you're coming from. Okay, that's interesting. It may be a lesser machine, like it a may- lesser robot. Because we have computers, work? press the A key, the A the A the character A appears on screen. Yeah. Is it a robot? No, cuz it's not making any decision for itself. Ah, oh, but this is even though they It it chose to Let's all go play itself. Deus Ex. <laughs> <laughs> it's interesting though. It like, is. I I still it's funny enough. I I guess right now despite having this prog, I'm still not 100% certain. Me neither. Maybe we'll <laughs> maybe, Okay. What would it take? Would it take like one of them having more personality? It would take not personality so much as problem solving. If it was presented with a problem and the judge gave it orders, and instead of following those orders, they ignored it and did the better thing to help it, but still get the same uh, uh, resolution. I might. That would make it a, that would make it a uh, computer, a a robot. robot. I I think that's already happened. When Judge Dredd orders the bike, when he was going out to the cursed earth, he was capt- captured by Pharaoh's men. Follow me at this distance, bike, and the bike decides to pull up to the Pharaoh, the Pharaoh-like entrance gate, and kill those guys with a not being instructed to right. to stay within range of Judge Dread. You're right. This bike could have stopped. It could have, if it was a robot, it could have stepped on its brakes when Judge Dread jumped off of it. It could have. And saved its own life. It could have that would have made definitely made a robot for me. It could have rammed through the gates to get to, to, through Pharaoh's thing. It chose to follow Judge Dread and kill those guys when they decided to, like they wanted they hadn't even attacked it yet. You're right. They were right. just walking up to it. They hadn't even provoked it yet. I'm still unsure. I I'm now I'm leaving the other way. I don't know. I don't know. I, I, I think they might be robots, man. I think I they might know. be. This if this was a robot, wouldn't it have placed value on his own life and saved itself instead of saying Signing off. I mean, we've talked about it's been mentioned only once or twice, like once the in the robots wars. value their own lives. Yeah, they do value their own lives, but they value the lives of humans, humans more. more. But in this, this case, this he could have stabbed himself and not endangered a human's life. Who the the bike in this prog. Which one? The one that Judge Dredd leapt off of that was signing off. It, it got him. It, it literally saved his life by giving up up itself. It got him onto the train. It probably couldn't drive all the way on the monorail. Probably. Or he had to get off, at least. He had to jump off of it, and maybe he couldn't engage the auto drive. I don't know. I but don't know. This mean, is what would take us for me to be firmly in the belief that it is a robot, and not a machine, was for it to show self-awareness? Give it the mirror test. Give that test to give the monkeys, the apes? Yeah. I wanted to do it. That. <laughs> that's how we solve this problem. What if someone calls it a robot? If they say, uh, if the judges call it a robot. Would that count? Would that tell yeah, you? Yeah. Because if they call it in Universe a universal robot. That would probably convince me. Do we want to Google it right now? No. Okay. We're going to have to wait for it. Let, let's, that's a. This is. The first time I asked you this question was with the Pharaoh thing. Yeah. And I remember, it like, PK, is this robot? And I remember you eyes being like, <laughs> like I and wasn't I'm ready still for that. There. Like I wasn't ready for that question, man. Like you were like, I don't fucking know, man. So we're still kind of there. Yeah. But I'm leaning towards robot. I, I really am towards machine. But I'm more, more close to the center than I was. I'm like if if, if if neutral, not knowing is five. It's a robot is ten. Not a robot is one. I'm like a six or a seven towards like it's it's I'm probably a robot or five at machine. Okay. All right. What were you before this? Were you like a one? Are you like certain it wasn't a robot? Yeah. Oh, okay. All right. So it you've, we've moved the needle a little bit. We'll see. Yeah. We'll see if we move it anymore. <laughs> we're both moving in opposite directions. We're <laughs> Soon looking. we'll be in the opposite. It's like we're in the Cyberpunk video game. Yeah. That very very well. Could be. Last but not least for this prog, uh, prog death count. Judge Gorman is killed by his own lawmaster bike as well as the Months Raiders. Whatever the they were. Raiders. That should be our name in our new D anD D campaign. The Months Raiders. Yep. What a, what a fucking shitty name, dude. I gonna name know my guy My Name is Months. I am from Months Raiders. Oh my god, please don't. Uh, dozens <laughs> of citizens and judges are shot dead by the rogue lawmaster LK114-7 and killed in the collapse of an overhead walkway and the mass shooting on the train. But Dread, no doubt, kills people when he blows up the train the lawmaster is attacking. Yeah. <laughs> That's the high like- explosive run into the fuel Maybe they were already all dead in that compartment. I I really that, kinda hope so. I do too. Otherwise Dred just killed some innocent people. I I'm gonna give him the benefit of a doubt and say they were all dead. Except for that one guy who still lived. Yeah. Uh well he wasn't in that he wasn't in that car. True. Well, uh, No, we saw him with his hands up oh, in the very right. back foreground. There was a guy who was still alive. I think it's the same guy. Okay. Is there anything else you want to talk about for the Prog 202 Lawmaster on the loose, PK? Our Lawmasters? No. Dude, we could talk about this forever. We Let's we go could. We're in circles for this. I don't know. Um, <laughs> we have to play Deus Ex. Uh, we have to play that, uh, that cyberpunk mission with the talking vending machine. You've talked about you've Deus Ex so many times that I really Deus do X, need to... Deus like, Ex, if, if... Oh my God, what's that one famous Western RPG... What well, is the nature of a man? Uh, uh, with the Nameless. Anyway, if that's like the nature of a man and like, uh, Terminator is the nature of a machine, okay. then Deus Ex is the very pinnacle. What's the difference between man and machine? I think of a ghost in the shell when it get to that shit. It's, like that's, it's that's, on ghost in the shell's level. I so love big. that shit. I love that shit. Where it's like, what is the, where Where does the line between it's transhumanism. Human- it's, yes, I love it's, transhumanism. Oh, I it's, love Deus Ex. It's a very fun time to think about. All right, P.K., Let's go to our segment, the Mega City One Mail womb. womb. Where meta is better. Yeah, in this segment, we read your wonderful comments and critiques about the punk cast, Judge Dredd, and our experience in reading it. Our, we have a new uh, reader, uh, like, email from a new guy today, PK. All right. And this is from Martin Price. Okay. Uh, he emailed me, and uh, he sent an email, and I sent a response to and then he re- he gave me a short reply. And I'm going to read both of his things for us, okay? Uh, he says Martin Martin uh Price says Hi guys still listening and enjoying your unique take on Judge Dredd. <laughs> uh, just heard episode sixty-six which I found particularly amusing. Why do they insist on giving ro- why do they insist on giving robot cars pathological personalities? It was, it was the, the robot killing like That's drag robot, strip car. not all of us but the other robot car. Yeah, it was the drag strip car. That's right. right. Um just one note, you forgot that Dave Gibbons did do a Dread strip, although it wasn't only in one episode. Prog 130, The Mob Blitzers. Although it, it, it only was in one episode, Prog 30, The Mob Blitzers. Um, this is currently a page, there is currently a page for this for sale for about 2,000 euro, uh, euros. euros. Uh, his 2008 stuff was mainly Dan Dare, Harlem Heroes, and Rogue Trooper, as it turns okay. out. So he was one of the regular artists, but not that regular yet within Dread himself. Okay. Uh, so many big names, writers and artists did some time of Dread with varying degrees of success. There is a future big name artist coming up before the end of <gasps> the uh, CF4, Case Files 4. That's which, this! Which you may have already got to. I don't think we've gotten to it yet because we only had Ron Smith and Ian Gibson. Right, um, it's been Ron Smith for a long time. They say, Martin says, you'll know, you'll know who I mean. So we'll know Ooh, when we get there. I'm so glad we read this before we get into it. Anyway, keep it up, guys. There are many treasures to come. Cheers. Ooh. So nice, right? And Ooh. his reply when I thanked him for his email and said, you know, can we use this for the, for the podcast and read on the podcast? Yeah. He said, hi, Andy. Good to hear from you. Feel free to read out this uh, or anything I send in the future. I have sent some pr- some stuff previously, and uh, I also ha- make the old, odd comment on YouTube as Tane. So, oh, I know Tane! Yeah, so uh, if I somehow say something of note th- there, then go ahead and use them too. Ah! As a result of your podcast, I am rereading my early case files for the first time in years. And it is, <laughs> it is a great way to appreciate the crazy genius of Dread. I love it, but yes, some of it is so ridiculous. It is. That's a perfect crazy genius. The sad thing, they say, is that at some point in time the in the future, the comic will grow up a bit and become a bit more serious. Yeah. But don't worry. This won't be for many prog slash years case files, years of case files yet. Oh, I figured. As for I swear I'm not feutsy, I feel bad that you may run the risk of giving you and or PK massive spoilers with this section, as of one of the many delights of the podcast is the complete journey into the unknown. Still impressed, (laughs) PK manages to avoid reading it himself. I have to leave the volumes here at times. But here's a couple of them anyway, and they sent me a few, which we're gonna use today. Yeah! Anyway, keep up the good work, Martin. So Martin, thank you, buddy. You are awesome. We appreciate you so much. I'm sorry it takes so long for us to get to emails because we don't record every single week. We try. Lives, you know. But, PK. But within the last two weeks. so. Yeah, we've been, we've been back on it. We're getting back on the horse. We, we're so close. Back on the mega, horse. the mega horse. The mega horse. The law horse. The the, uh, the 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 cyber leech horse, you know. <laughs> um, the lamprey eel. The lamprey, the kezu horse. <laughs> Piloted by an antelope-faced man. Uh, who's a, an alien catcher general. Alien catcher general? Thank you, Martin. You're awesome. We appreciate you very much. And everyone who sends in stuff to us. I promise we're going to get to you. But PK, it's time for our newest segment of the Punkcast. I I swear I'm I'm not not fewtsy! Where my wonderful co host, PK, will be presented with three different short synopsises of Dread Progs and will have to determine, using whatever mind magic he may have, which of the plot descriptions are based on real Judge Dread Progs and which, if any, are completely made up by I me. I still think about the last time we played and okay. I of it was a Clegg actor playing Judge Dread That's a real thing. in the Cursed Earth. That's a real thing. Play version of the, the in universe Cursed Earth storyline. So the options here are. My lady. How could I be expected to play Judge trade when my helmet does not fit? <laughs> I that- think about that, Clegg, all the time. <laughs> <laughs> so the options here, PK, are... None of the progs are true. I just love lying to you. <laughs> one of the progs is true. The other two are fakes. Two of the progs are true. One is fake. Or all three of these progs are completely true stories that happen within Judge Dredd. Okay. okay. Uh, I will not be telling PK how many of these three synopsises are true or false beforehand. He is going to have to figure them all out on his own. Okay. Are you ready to play, buddy? Uh, I'm ready to play. Fair warning to the listeners. I have yet, not yet read nearly 5% of the all the Judge Dredd comics in existence. So there's a chance that any fakes written by yours true could turn could out to be real. Could turn out to be true. And I just don't know it. In that case, please let me know. All right, PK. Let's start this off. These are all, they did a really good job. Martin, I pulled uh, I pulled these from Martin and others. stuff. pulled a, a, couple a really other. good job. So, but these are pretty brief ones, okay? Okay. This is like a sentence. Okay. Number one. And you don't have to pick these as they go. We're, right, we're right, to hear right. You're all. Of them. Number one. Judge Dredd battles a clone of Hitler atop the Statue of Judgment. <laughs> That's number one. Okay. Uh, two. A contestant in the World Heavyweight Eating Championship dies after accidentally eating his own bed. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Ed and Eddie? Accidentally eats his own bed. Um, three. Judge Dredd arrests two lawbreakers without leaving his bubble bath. PK? Uh, Oh, my God. If you want a hint, I can give you a hint, but it's not going to be that much. Okay, let's hear it. The hint is that (laughs) two of these, are that not all three of these are not the same. So they're not all false, not all true. Okay, okay. Which means some are true, some are false. Number one, I'm pretty sure is true. That Judge Dredd battles a clone of Hitler atop the Statue of Judgment. I can just envision <laughs> it. It's so... Also, okay. one time I remember long ago, browsing the CEO of Comics and Cartoons Born on 4chan. Okay. And they had a giant poster of everyone who has ever fought and killed Hitler mm-hmm. in comics or, or cartoons. And Leonardo from the Ninja Turtles was there. It what happened the in, in Ninja Turtles Adventures by Archie Comics. Wow. Um... Everyone's killed Hitler. Everyone. Everyone's killed Hitler. Captain America. Oh yeah. Everyone. Um, and I think I saw Judge Dredd there. Okay. Okay. I'm not a hundred. You know, kill Hitler or clone of Hitler or yeah. time traveled or whatever. Whatever. Or Hitler, Hitler reincarnated or whatever. It's a, it, it all counts as Hitler. It right? all counts as Hitler. <laughs> it all, it all, all counts, Hitler. counts as Hitler. That's a, a line we have to say on this podcast, okay. I guess. Um, I'm gonna have to say s- number one is true. Okay. And. Number two, a contestant in the World Heavyweight Eating Championship dies after accidentally eating his own bed. One and two are true, three is false. One and true, two is true, three is false. PK. Judge doesn't take bubble baths. <laughs> PK, uh, I would like to show you... Oh no. A, Judge taking a bubble bath? I would <laughs> like to show you an image that was sent in by one of our readers. <laughs> this, this is... <laughs> Two gentlemen. Okay, if you want to describe <laughs> what you see, there is. Go no for it, buddy. Judge Trent is taking a bubble bath <laughs> with his lawgiver on a little stool by the bathtub, uh-huh. scrubbing his back with like a loofah. And some burglars break in. Yep. And, and Judge Trent just throws a loofah at him, and some kind of thing explodes. Yeah, what have you. some magic explodes. It's. <laughs> He stops two lawbreakers. Okay, so two is the fake one. Two is absolutely true. A contestant in the World Heavyweight Eating Championship dies after accidentally eating his own bed. I made up Judge Dredd battling Hitler atop the Statue of Judgment. That was the one I believed in the most. (laughs) Yeah, right? Like, it's so like, oh yeah, that that clearly happened. That obviously (laughs) happened. (laughs) Like, I wrote it and I was like, this almost seems too believable. But I, I genuinely think I would be surprised if that something similar to that does not happen in this comic. But I wrote it down and I'm like, yeah, it's it's totally fake by me, buddy. So I got you pretty good. You this got time me around. good, yeah. I, uh, I was wrong on all three counts. You said the, the, middle, the middle one, one was, was true. true. So I two out of three wrong. Yeah. So uh I got you pretty good that time. Yeah. Buddy. You have no, fun it- with that? I fucking love this game. It's so stupid and weird. I have a great time. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, listeners, for sending this in. Thank you, Martin. Thank you, uh, people who sent in these images. I fucking appreciate all of you. Also, if you want to tell us all the stuff we got wrong, or just say hi, or send in stuff for for uh, I Swear I'm Not Beauty. If you want to make a super-powered uh, bicycle or motorbike uh, and give it, like, armor plate tando chopper. <laughs> tando chopper. Uh, cannons feel free and name it after us oh yeah feel free to email us at dreadful email address at gmail.com that's d D -D f u l email address with two d's as well at gmail.com we'd be happy with your permission to read your email live on the podcast just like Martin's and you can now listen to us on almost any podcasting app. Check us out on your preferred listening platform. We're anywhere that quality, uh, quality podcasts can be found or podcasts like our own. Yeah. Um, we're there in the, you know, looking underneath those quality ones. Yes. We're, 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 we're like, we're on the shoulders of giants, but we're not on their shoulders. We're yeah. like, we're, under, their, under, we're under their, under their boots. boots. Yeah. Help us get to a hundred viewers. So we can buy our custom judge, dra- judge, judge. Uh, dra- it wouldn't help, but it would, it would make because- us. It would inspire us to, to, to hold our promise, right? And we wouldn't be able to prove it to you, but we could try. Um, next time, PK, are you ready to hear what we have coming up? Yeah. Okay. Here oh we go. God. I'm ready. For I this. saw a, a funky band. Yeah, PK. Yeah, yeah. No, no, you're not. We're not there. I okay. know, I, it's weird. There was not a word exchange just now, but I know you knew exactly what I was thinking. What were you thinking? I was, I was, I was thinking. I was thinking of the Puglies. What are the Puglies? The the punk uglies from Auto Sump. Oh, the Puglies, the punk uglies. Uh, PK. Question for you. The ugly people. The, yeah. The, we're like we're we're anti culture. Oh yes, the, the the group called the Puglies. There was there was a, uh there was punk uglies who were like uh uh, uh like harassing people, right? Yeah. Okay. PK. Here's my questions for you coming up. Okay. Next time on the Dreadful Cyberpunk cast, why is Judge Dredd carting around an alien dwarf while on patrol? And what do you call a murder mystery when everybody knows who the murderer is? And who murdered Pug Ugly anyways? Find out next time on the Dreadful Cyberpunk cast. My name is PK. I'm Andy. (laughs) I wanted to throw you I got you two! <laughs> and this has been a very dreadful recording coming to you from the, the distant, distant present! What is a murder mystery where you know who the murderer is? It's a murder! That, no, no, it's a murder mystery. That's what we have. How can it be a mystery? <laughs> it's a mystery! We don't no! know! We don't know who did it! A mystery implies you don't know! Oh no, we know immediately. It's not a mystery! <laughs>